0: Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello. Thank you for joining us once again on our adventure through time. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm
1: John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller.
0: I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance.
1: I have action adventure. So we take turns selecting from our movie genre, movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, give these films
2: a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is Carly's pick,
0: 27 Dresses from I only counted
2: 26, by the way. I didn't
0: count. The 27th was her wedding dress. No, Actually, was Actually, it wasn't. At the end, she said, she that says. morning I got up and put on my 28th dress. Oh, yeah.
2: Yep. <laughs> I was just being a dick. Okay. Like you do. Kind of like Han was. Get it in early. No
0: one cares.
2: Go ahead. No, no one cares about your trashy side topics. Okay. so (laughs) (laughs) Tony, you missed your thing. Mom and Dad are fighting again. (laughs) (laughs) Mom and Dad are fighting already.
3: So this movie is about an idealistic, romantic, and completely selfless woman who is a perennial bridal attendant whose own happy ending is nowhere in sight, but when her younger sister captures the heart of her boss with whom she's secretly in love, she begins to re-examine her always-a-bridesmaid lifestyle.
1: So most romantic comedy. <laughs> so, so basically... 98%. Of them. <laughs> I
2: think I've heard so, this premise
1: before. <laughs> written
3: by Aline Brosh McKenna, who is a creator and writer of for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is a show I oh, love.
2: That is a good show.
3: It's um, directed by Anne Fletcher, who also directed
0: *The Proposal*.
2: Ooh, Elaine likes that movie. I
0: haven't seen it. From the window
2: one. to the ball, to the sweat drip down my balls.
0: It's pretty good. It's not my favorite, but it's pretty good.
2: To the sweat, to the sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that? Because that's my favorite scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: Stars: so Katherine Heigl, from *Grey's Anatomy* and *Knocked Up*. And Malin, my father, the hero. Oh, oh. Oh my God, she's in that movie, isn't she? <laughs>
2: and *Under Siege 2: Dark
3: Territory*. I haven't seen that, but I did see *My Father, the Hero*.
2: Thank heaven for little girls.
3: Oh. It's a disgusting
0: movie, and no it one is so, watch She is such a horrible person
2: in that movie. Like she's a dark,
0: terrible, terrible,
2: terrible.
0: My nothing least good favorite about character is her. There's nothing good about that movie. No. And no one should watch Poor it. Poor Gerard <laughs> Depardieu. I felt always feel so bad for Gerard Depardieu in that movie. I feel like because he's super French, he does not understand the most of what's happening in that movie. Maybe no. he was really drunk.
2: I think he's supposed to be playing naive.
0: No, I think that the cari- like the man, Gerard Jepardu, did not, <laughs> understand, did not understand the nuances of that script.
2: Um, I'm sure someone explained it to him. He's <laughs> like, thank you. Oh. Because he's way there. too good of
0: an actor to be in that movie and I feel like he didn't understand all the nuances that were being ah, portrayed. He had to be
2: in. on that booger sugar. What Something. Yeah.
0: No, or just really drunk the whole time. Because... Maybe on wine. A fine Chardonnay. Oh. <laughs> or a
2: nice Chianti. All
3: right. So <laughs> we have Malin Ackerman. I don't know if that's how you say her name, but that's Tess. She. I had oh. seen her in other things. The Watchman, a Watchman Heartbreak Watchmen, Kid.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She was really hot around this time, or they were they reporting her and everything for some fucking reason? She was the, uh, we
3: have Ed, Ed Burns, yeah. who I love. Oh, Welcome I love Eddie Burns. That's the podcast. Yep. We have James Marston who i also really love
2: who it was in what was that movie x-men no not that Uh, (laughs) where he played like a prince or some shit
0: enchanted that's it he's good he's very i enjoy him in pretty much anything i see him superman returns i enjoy that
2: i hated him in x-men he was such a douchebag i wanted wolverine to kick his ass he's just too little
0: he was great in x-men no he wasn't yes he was
2: no he wasn't all right uh we have
0: judy greer I'm, and I want to change my pick so I can pick X-Men 2. <laughs> no, you can't pick that because
2: that was not underappreciated. That was like the best X-Men movie ever. And everybody universally says so.
0: And he's so fantastic in that. He he's was fantastic that. in X-Men 1. He's, he dies in X-3. So. No,
2: I like him in X-Men 1 because there's that line. He's like, and he goes, he's going to shoot Hugh Jackman. He's like, nope, it's me. He goes, prove it. He goes, you're a dick. <laughs>
0: exactly. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think that one was underappreciated. Maybe I can get it no, in the Dracula, not... rules. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula rules. No.
2: Dracula rules. Everybody gets one. It didn't make 1. <laughs> 1. 1.5 billion.
3: <laughs> Woo. All right, Judy Greer, who voices Cheryl on Archer,
0: yes, but she's, she's in a lot. In Judy Greer is a she is in she's the everything. best friend in a lot. She's always that <laughs> she's, she's
2: that girl and that thing. She's a
0: very enjoyable female character actor. She Usually, is. when people talk about enjoyable character actors, they're always talking about men. But Judy Greer is a very yeah. enjoyable. She female was
2: Violet character. in the movie Jawbreaker.
0: She was the wife. <laughs> she was the
3: ex-wife that? in Ant Man. In Ant Man, I knew you were going to yeah.
0: bring that one up. <laughs> I'd pick that one if I could.
3: Uh, we have Brian Kerwin Plays their dad He was on Over 300 episodes Of One Life to Live
2: oh. uh, And then there's What's her name uh, Oh
3: that's why It looks so well familiar. Kristen Ritter Yeah Kristen Ritter Gina the goth
2: yeah. um, Jessica, she's Jones. Jessica Jones Yeah And a bunch of Other weird She was Don't trust that bee in Apartment 23 Breaking Hid Bad Hated her in that
0: you really liked that show for some reason. I did. I hated her, but I like loved the show because it had James
2: Vanderbeek. I watched it for a
1: little yeah, bit because I like James Vanderbeek, but I don't like Kristen Ritter. So.
0: John's a pretty big James Vanderbeek fan too, <laughs> well, and yeah. I don't Which... <laughs> like yeah. Which is <laughs> the really Dawson? It's really you wouldn't funny. last a
1: day on the creek. Dude, have you seen um fuck? What's that movie I keep trying to make you do? The I, I the Brett Easton any. Ellis. Um...
0: Any idea? Rules of
1: Attraction. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I've seen that. You have to see that. No,
0: wait. It's a good James Bond movie. I've seen that. <laughs> I don't it's know why I up. like James Bond. I don't remember like, it, but I've, seen, I've seen that movie. <laughs> but John never watched Dawson's Creek, or if he did, he didn't enjoy it. I don't know if he's ever given it a real shot, but he loves 90210, so I really think he liked Dawson's Creek, and like Dawson's he Creek. loves What's James Banderby. Once it gets Banderby. going... Yeah. Maybe you should just hop in season two.
2: You're not not supposed to tell anybody I'm a big fan of 90210.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That you and your dad used to sit
0: around and watch 90210. We're like, we want to see how it
2: ends. It never fucking (laughs) (laughs) ends. Like Towards the end, I hated like the last two seasons. sucked so bad, but you still keep watching because it's like, uh, just end, please. There's
0: nothing wrong with liking 90210.
2: No, the mid-seasons were great. Like, the early couple seasons weren't that great, and then the mid-seasons were awesome, and the end seasons were not good. John
0: does a fan 0 podcast, which I don't know anybody does, but somebody should.
2: (laughs) Favorite character? (laughs) Always Dylan, even though he's probably a terrible person.
0: Probably. If you watch it back now,
2: he's probably a terrible person. you watch it, yeah. yeah.
0: They're all terrible. Yeah. The only one. Except
2: for Brandon.
3: No, Andrea. Eh. Andrea was nice. Andrea? Uh, Andrea
2: cheated on her husband. Brandon is a boss. What Let's about uh, remember Ian? That. Ian's character. See, Ian, a lot of- Ian The yeah. guy who broke into high school to change his grades? Oh, come on. i
1: on 90210. That's not even a sin. <laughs> that's like a good thing you did.
0: All right. I I'm. I hope you all enjoyed this preview of our <laughs> <right, okay>, 9021 <laughs> Broke
1: into
2: school and changed his
0: grades. Oh, people were like right. killing
2: each other for
1: saying 9021,
0: you just don't know. Um, my bro- coming bro- soon, <laughs> TM. Spoiler, TM. my birthday
2: pick 90210. The series. series.
3: Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Back to I this may movie. Back to quit the podcast. Back okay, to this That's movie. a lot of watching.
3: Uh, the only other two people I wrote down are Malik. Panchali, who plays Trent, Kevin's work friend. He was pretty good. Um, we recognized him from 30 Rock. He's yeah. Jack's assistant, but he's he does a lot of voice work. Uh, he was and in his, Hitch. Yeah, he's in oh, yeah. a lot of he stuff. He had
2: like a cameo in Hitch, and I That's loved right. him in that.
3: And Melora Hardin
0: plays Maureen, Kevin's boss, and she was on The Office. Yeah. So, uh, I feel that, like I felt I she was more famous than she remember. was, yeah. but I looked at her IMDb and I'm like, she hasn't really been in that. She much. was, she was a very memorable character from The Office. Yeah. But, <laughs> I we mean, don't watch The Office,
3: but I hadn't really seen her in anything else. All right, this movie had a budget of thirty million dollars. And how did it do? In the U.S., seventy-seven million worldwide. How? Okay. About one hundred and sixty.
2: So we're waiting on the other appreciated part.
3: Uh, well, you got a forty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That'll get you there. Fifty-seven percent audience score.
2: I have two reviews okay good we're supposed to do two reviews not three Tony I did two who, who did three one day I
0: think I did one. Oh, way you go Carl. <laughs> sometimes I poll three because I'm deciding which bad review I think is funnier <laughs> no I always have
2: sometimes two. sometimes I two, forget two, to do
1: them two. all together like <laughs> America World of London <laughs> well, he's, just, he's like oh let me just look real quick here's a review
2: I don't know what it says
3: <laughs> oh all right so Bree Beasley of Real.com
2: Hey Bree. Thanks said, for the podcast. A
3: flick that's the equivalent of a bridesmaid's dress.
2: Ugly as hell.
0: Colorful, fluffy, and ultimately stored away and forgotten.
2: Okay. That's actually a good review. Is that you know, a good review or the bad review?
0: I do have two bridesmaids dresses in my closet right now.
2: I don't know why. Because you could shorten them and wear them later. No, you can't. I have two bridesmaids in my closet. Hello! Oh. I actually they're, have they're um, tied up. So. I have what are called bridesmaids' boats. What <laughs> you do is after the wedding you put them on boats and send them sail away. <laughs> Okay. No? Something, something to do with it. No. Sometimes
0: I feel like you're trying too hard to fit old references in the show. <laughs> Instead of just letting it happen organically. That was organic.
2: I just thought of that.
0: trying so hard.
2: I wasn't trying. I just thought of it and it. Said felt it felt like you were
3: trying.
0: <laughs> All right. Then Mixed Breed Cody
3: W says five stars. Sorry, Hi, I gave that one away. Cody. Very funny and a great romance. Love is unexpected and that's how life really works. I like that it shows the good and the bad side keeps it down to earth as if it's a true story.
2: All right, Cody. Thank you for the five out of 100 stars. Got it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the movie opens with a voiceover of Jane. You don't want to hear what we thought going in? <gasps> yes, I do. I forgot to write that in here, so I just totally forgot. Thoughts I've, going I've in. I've done that
2: and be like, did I do that in the podcast? <laughs> Let me go back and listen to the podcast. Oh, good, I did.
3: <laughs> All right. What did you think going in, John?
2: I thought this movie was going to be horrible because I'd seen it a bunch of times, but very much look forward to the in the jet scene.
3: Okay. How about you,
1: Tony? Uh exactly the same thing as he just said. (laughs) You haven't seen it before? Word for word. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Really? I did not know that. Like we watched it before. You know (laughs) Yeah. She looks so confused because she forgets Tony 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 actually watches movies.
1: (laughs) I mean I might be on my phone, but I'm in the room with with you. It counts.
2: Elaine you're reading a book or on your phone and movies on in the room counts. Elaine rules.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: you do catch some of it, and you generally know the gist. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what? Elaine. I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I thought we owned it, but we did not. So Spoiler. did I.
2: <laughs> we both went looking for Like, no, it's not here.
0: He's that. like, he didn't believe me when I said we don't have it. <laughs> really? And, um, but uh, I think it was on HBO for a while or something. I've seen it like a million times, but I remember enjoying it, so.
2: Well, thanks to Craig, our bootleg guy. He's
0: interested <laughs> to give it a um, closer look.
2: Just kidding. We don't, we don't bootleg. We buy them on uh, for, for viewings.
3: Streaming. I also thought I owned it, and I swear I do, but you know, half my stuff is in boxes in my parents' closet, some still at my sister's house. So I bought another copy.
0: (laughs) I did find a bunch of romantic comedies I would have rather watched. Well, it was like four bucks.
2: (laughs) You paid too much.
0: Oh, goodness.
2: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Keep all
0: your reviews until the end.
2: I'm just kidding.
0: Shaking his head, no.
3: All right, so the movie opens with the voiceover of Jane, who's Catherine Heigel, as she explains when she first discovered her calling in life. It's a scene from her childhood when she was eight. Her younger sister Tess, herself, and her father attend a relative's wedding. It's the first family event since their mother died. And she kind of takes care of Tess, puts the bow in her hair, takes her to the bathroom, and while they're in the bathroom, the bride runs out going, shit, shit, shit. She's ripped her dress. I'm not exactly sure how that happened, but she ripped her dress. It looks like somebody stepped on it, which
0: is probably what happened. And there's a big hole in her butt. Well,
1: everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone has that, Carla, okay. to be fair. No, yeah, well,
0: everybody has a small hole, but is a
2: real big one. depends on the butt. We don't judge people's asshole sizes well, on the podcast.
0: we usually- measure
2: them. Yeah. We're just gonna get away from get away from the hole.
3: Okay, so the bride's like, "What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do?" And Jane gets the idea to use Tess's hair ribbon to kind of sew up the back of the dress. I'm not sure how she did it, but it looks good enough that she, the bride, can walk down the aisle, and she gets to carry the train as a little special thing for uh, because she helped. Yay! And she says, "That's the moment she knew." She had helped somebody on the most important day of their life, and she couldn't wait for her special day. Yeah. So then we flash forward to the present. Jane is in a bridal shop, seamstresses are around her, they're hemming a wedding dress. They rave about how it's so beautiful, looks amazing on her, like it was made for her. And she's like, do you really think so? And they're all, oh, it's so pretty. And then a lady comes up and says, it's for you, it's the bride. So this is not her special day. Aww. That is not what this movie's about.
1: And switch. Damn writers.
3: So that's when we discover Jane is the same size as the bride. The wedding is today. And this is some last minute hemming.
2: Yeah, that seems like really bad planning. (laughs)
0: That happens though.
2: Yeah?
0: Yes. You know how I know that? Because I used to watch a lot of Say Yes to to the Dress. (laughs) And those girls would, and they show like both the picking out dresses and the girls coming back for alterations. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of times those girls will try their dress on that they haven't seen for a year and a half and go, I hate this dress. This isn't the dress I ordered. Well, it clearly was the dress you ordered because I have it right here. (laughs) But the girl just can't remember and picture it now that it's not the sample dress. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's a lot of alterations that need to be done and it goes right down to the wire.
2: Well, let me tell you what happens on the guy side of
3: things.
0: <laughs> Aren't you nothing. getting
2: married today? Yeah. then
0: okay. oh, we should go rent a suit.
3: <laughs> we gotta rent We gotta start
2: playing Xbox. We
3: Let's should... go
0: to Coles and buy a tie <laughs> you, got,
2: you have got to be sober adjacent and on time. That's it.
0: I feel like that is not true.
2: Sober adjacent on time? I've had those instructions on more than one occasion when I've been in a wedding.
0: How many times have you been married?
2: Twice. But it's both times to you.
0: <laughs> and neither of those times did I give you those instructions. And there was only us at our first wedding, right? And only like three other people at our second wedding. So who gave you those instructions?
2: Well, to be fair, you don't have to answer that.
1: I'm his attorney. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you have to speak to my attorney about that.
3: Oh goodness. Well, Tony, <laughs> I'm tell you, for the upcoming wedding we're going to, I don't care. If when I'm you arrive, or there if you're or sober all. adjacent.
2: Thanks. No, we talked about you that. You will be
3: on time because I'm in the wedding. Oh. And you're arriving with me.
2: Oh Emma, okay. <laughs> we talked about that. So we're, I was hand gliding in. You and another guy are gonna um see what's going. Have on. a couple of chardonnays.
3: Okay.
2: We're gonna you know.
3: All right, all right. So she leaves the store with the wedding dress in her hand, wearing a purple bridesmaid's dress and hurries to meet her best friend Casey who's also a bridesmaid. And Casey does not share her love for weddings or being a part of them. And does the bare minimum. She's like, "Oh, your hair looks terrible." She's like, "What the bitch said up. It's up." And she's like, "I'll fix it when we get inside." Jane brought her earrings to wear and brought all the stuff they need so they can look
0: perfect. I do that when I go to weddings. I always have it, it doesn't matter cuz I haven't been in a wedding in a good long time. But I always bring a bunch of shit. I have deodorant. I have makeup. <laughs> I have a spare pair of earrings. I have hairspray, I have a comb. I have bobby pins, and I will get I have given that shit to brides and bridesmaids because some of those bitches are unprepared, Why especially they because they're, unprepared. they're they're supposed to do this stuff. The bride last wedding you
2: ran was white, your sisters.
0: No, no, the last I- time she was the Andes. I remember where I that. wore the yellow dress. I did not go uh, to that wedding. I was but the I only was one, one of those bridesmaids that had ever been in a wedding before, <laughs> and none of those bitches. Some of those. None <laughs> of those girls didn't even have wear deodorant that day. Oh, oh God. to a wedding, and I had to <laughs> give her my loaner because that is what you do—you bring that stuff in case somebody has a problem. Because the, the bride Mom always has a thousand things she needs to do <laughs> uh, and does forget, and Got it's up to the bridesmaids to friends, keep it
2: together. She has a pen in her hand and she's swinging it <laughs> around. We're <You're> all <laughs> very scared <laughs> here at the podcast. I'm
0: not scared. <laughs> I, it's up to the bridesmaids to keep all the shit together, and if they're—are you in this upcoming wedding? If they've wedding never been in weddings and they don't know what's happening then they're very inefficient which is why I always bring stuff you can hang out
2: with me, Tony, and Danny J don't worry about it we're going to be fine I'm in
0: the upcoming wedding and
2: so you should probably we have take the notes? most
0: low-key bride ever <laughs> it doesn't matter you better have an emergency kit deodorant bring she deodorant. might be low-key yeah. till she puts that dress on but <laughs> so luckily luckily, <laughs> yeah. it's
3: happening at her parents' house so there's a lot of extra, extra stuff
0: I'm just saying <laughs> you may think you're low-key until it comes to the day you walk down the aisle and then if shit ain't perfect <laughs>
2: We'll find out. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, well, now that we've covered that, it's friends, important. if you're going to be at a wedding, bring deodorant. That's what we got out
1: of
0: that. <laughs>
2: and don't be Loki.
0: And bobby pins and safety be pins Thor. and chapstick.
3: Yeah. All right. Moving on. We're all getting our hair done professionally, so hopefully oh, we, we won't need all that stuff.
2: I don't think all of the fans and friends <laughs> of the podcast need to know what you're doing for your sister's wedding. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, except for Aaron, who's listening, who yes. probably cares very much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. She so there, bitch! you
2: better. If admit,
0: be- better. <laughs> well, if she knows none of her bridesmaids are up to scratch, she can come to Elaine because she will get shit done for her.
2: Damn. All I know is that the day of a wedding, if like, no, you guys, everybody, put Which your Which would be seat. really funny because her no, bridesmaids are her sisters. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever need something and they don't want to give it to you, always say, well, it's for the bride. They'll give it to you. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's not really true.
2: Oh, yeah? You ever tried it?
0: Well. I
2: did once. It worked. Once. And it worked 100%. I said, I need that bottle opener. I said, you can't have the bottle opener. I said, it's for the bride. And he handed it to me. Here you go. I was like, whoa, that works.
3: He <laughs> <laughs> had an NPH moment. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. So during the ceremony, Jane continuously looks at her watch. And a guest at the, wi- at the wedding, played by James Morrison notices her impatient. He's kind of looking around like, what the hell is she looking like? at? <laughs> What's going on? As soon as there's a break in the festivities, she rushes out and hails a taxi and the driver, she talks to him, she says, I'll give you three hundred bucks flat for the entire night on one condition. You don't look in the mirror the rearview mirror or I deduct. And
0: he agrees. Which doesn't seem like enough money for the whole night. That's what I
1: said. It's like three hundred dollars. <laughs> this is New
0: whole York night? City, three hundred dollars. That feels bucks like a thousand dollars starting. It's gotta Friday, be like Saturday a Saturday night. night. Yeah.
2: That is so not enough. With driving
0: yeah. all those miles back yeah. and forth and then waiting outside the venue. Leaving the
2: mirror running, she's looking at a cool G easy. Yeah. I know.
3: All right. Well, he agrees and she proceeds to change into another dress. And this is an Indian sari inspired dress. And she's in two weddings tonight. And throughout the remainder of the remainder of the night we kind of see a montage of her traveling back and forth, dancing, eating cake.
2: My favorite part of that is when she gets out of the cab and she's running and he goes, "Wrong shoes." And throws the other <laughs> he shoes.
3: He throws down. the shoes. Ha. <laughs> 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 oh, so, uh, <coughs> both the brides toast her during their wedding receptions for helping them so much. Which, which makes sense. I, I don't know. I've never been to a wedding where the bride toasted anybody.
2: <laughs> Usually it's all about the <laughs> they bride.
0: Get toasted, but like at the rehearsal dinner maybe you'd yeah, make that yeah. toast, but mm-hmm. not I've been at, at weddings the wedding. where the bride or the groom says thank you for being here and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's when that didn't seem weird to me at all.
4: Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, Jane <clears throat> excuse me, is back at the first wedding And they're going to do the bouquet toss, which comes straight for her. And then she is knocked down by some very enthusiastic single ladies. And uh, she's knocked unconscious.
2: I've been to weddings where there's a lot of single ladies, and it's fun. I've been to weddings where there's not, and it's really awkward. (laughs) It's like two 12-year-old girls and one lady who's like, oh, God, this is death.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of in that please don't make me go up there category.
0: I don't I don't you're need you're not engaged, you need to go up there. No, oh you need.
3: so
2: have to go up there. <laughs> so now if you try not to at your sister's wedding? Me and Tony are probably gonna be pretty well lit by then. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna have to go. We'll drag your ass up there.
3: <laughs> I didn't throw it at my wedding. There were like five single ladies, it would have just been
0: awkward and weird. <laughs> Plus I would want to keep my bouquet. Well usually they make a second smaller bouquet for throwing the bouquet yeah. though.
2: Well you're not eligible to catch.
0: I know, I've been married a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been married. <laughs> if I want a flower, i got to steal the centerpiece.
2: Okay. Yes.
0: I, I don't I'll care. I was waiting for Tony to
2: say, no, I, I want it. I don't <laughs> okay. care
0: if you do. She's allergic to everything. He's not bringing home flowers. Um, I don't know what kind of centerpieces they're having, though, so we'll see. I do. Shh. All
3: right. Well,
2: again, <laughs> we'll, we'll not talk about her wedding anymore. All right.
3: So when she wakes up, Kevin uh, is leaning over her and he helps her up. And then she kind of, whoo, is wobbly. And he's like, how about we get you a cab? And he takes her home. And when they are on the way, Kevin's like, hey, uh, I saw you getting dressed in the cab. You were in two weddings tonight. That has to suck. And she's like, what do you mean? I had two good friends. They both wanted me to be in their wedding. And he's like, no, weddings suck. <laughs>
0: And she's can't like, disagree. I like weddings. I like weddings. Can't disagree. You don't like weddings? <laughs> no. I love weddings. Open bar and free food. I liked
1: food. them when I was younger.
0: I love weddings. I don't. I like the ceremony. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those groomsmen Casey's looking for. <laughs> I don't.
2: I don't like the ceremony. I like the reception. Well,
1: I also, I also had to go to a few Catholic ones. Those take forever. I
0: like I ceremonies as long as they don't do bag. unity candles <laughs> or pouring sand because that's shit's so boring.
2: No, I like the short, short version.
0: I like vows, I like hearing the vows. Mm-hmm.
2: I always like the word obey.
0: The more traditional the vows, the better I like them too. I don't like it when people write their own vows. I want traditional vows, yeah, what? both
2: times. Well, actually, the last time I got married, someone had a promise not to let me wear blue suede shoes.
0: Not to step on your blue suede shoes.
2: No, and then not to let me buy with blue suede <laughs> shoes. I have the video. I'll let you watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> we got he married by uh, Elvis. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. If you ever get a chance, look, I think friends. I
0: promised that you would always be my hunkah, hunk burn burning love, too. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> friends, if you ever get the chance to get married by Elvis in Vegas, you have to do it. It's only a couple hundred bucks if you're already married, and it's so worth it.
0: <laughs> and you can rent the clothes from there, so you don't even have to bring stuff. Just show up, say, I want
2: to get married. All right, you need to go on the. Co- no, we're already married. Oh, shit. Go to the express lane, we'll have you out in five
3: minutes. <laughs> All right, so he's like, what part of weddings do you like? Horrible music, bad food? And she's like, what do you do again? And he says he's a writer. And he just says that weddings are a lot of ritual. That's for something that has about a 50-50 shot of working out. And she says, oh, it's so refreshing to be a man who doesn't believe in marriage. And uh, he mentions his opinion about the ludicrousness of the whole ceremony. And uh, at the end, he seems like he kind of likes her. And she's just annoyed by him. Once they reach her apartment... She leaves him as he's hollering more questions about her. How many weddings have you been in? Um, is she going to be in any next weekend? And then she's like, good night. And she goes in the house. And when he's on his way home in the cab, he finds her day planner, Philofax, is what they call it in the movie, in the taxi. And decides, he, at first he's like, hey, 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 like he's going to have the cab driver turn around. But then he's like, no, 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 I'm going to keep it. <laughs>
2: and even in 2008 I think the file of facts was really dated
0: yeah it was he starts to look in it and he changes his mind yeah he's like oh
2: so I think this is theft now because he knew it's it was hers it's
0: finders, keepers, losers, weepers <laughs> no no he knew oh. it was hers she's right there he's
2: like no I'm gonna keep him Be creepy
0: <laughs> he didn't find out until they'd already driven off it's finders, keepers, it's on the losers, same street weepers. you can still finders, see her house finders, keepers, yeah. losers, weepers I suppose he
3: doesn't know which one she lives
2: in I'm sure it's in her address book
3: probably <laughs> wow Wonder if she has a little in the front page if
0: found <laughs> <argue too.
3: laughs> if we have, have the
0: same argument when we watch the movie too that it's fine <laughs> that i think it's finders keepers and losers weepers john thinks it's theft and he does return it but mm-hmm. he found it if you left it in a cab then i think it's fair game that somebody can read it
1: i mean you can't if you can't how are you gonna find them if it In that case, if it did say it in the beginning, I guess you could give it back, but, you know. But we don't know. Stuff people leave shit in caps.
3: So we see Jane put her purple dress from tonight into a large closet full of bridesmaid's dresses. And then she sits on the couch and looks at the wedding section of the newspaper.
2: Because that's what you do. It's the New York Journal, which is not a real newspaper.
0: <laughs> no, it's supposed to be like the New York Times.
2: But they didn't want to pay New York Times?
0: They didn't even film mostly in New York. so.
2: No, well.
3: They did a tiny bit. Was it Vancouver? No, they were... I think they said they were in Rhode Island.
0: Hmm. Rhode Island. Okay, well.
3: Or Toronto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which is the new York, Actually, New York Actually, when City. they were
3: saying that... Like, one of the people thought they were going to be filming in New York and was really excited and then found out they weren't filming in New York. I was waiting for them to say they were in Toronto. (laughs) Toronto is little New York. I think that's why I remember that it wasn't.
0: I think Mm. it was Rhode Island. And what is it?
2: Recording in New York, like, is really expensive because you got to go kind of permits, things like that.
0: Now, everything that says it's New York is almost always Toronto, and everything that says it's L.A. is almost always... Vancouver. Vancouver. I think they said they were in Rhode Island mm-hmm. and they had like one day of shooting. Because it's so York. much
2: cheaper, and if you go to the right places, you can't even really notice. And then they just use like stock footage of the city.
3: All right, so the next day, Kevin's on his way to his desk at work and he chats with his co worker friend Trent, who thinks Kevin should be taking advantage of his position as the most sought after writer about New York City weddings. He could be seriously getting laid.
0: I don't think so. He seems to think that brides will sleep with him just to get their name in the paper. Mm-hmm. But when you're super in love in planning a wedding, you don't generally sleep with other people. <laughs> and Kevin's like, so you think I should be trying to get women who are about
3: to get married to have sex with me? So I'll write about their wedding? And he's like, yeah, they would never call you again. They would never bother you. And he's like, no. <laughs> it
0: seems like a bad plan Pretty
2: all fun. around that is horrible. That guy's a dick.
3: And Kevin's like, look, it doesn't matter anyway, because this, he holds up the file fax. is my ticket out of, the, tad of a ghetto, the tap in a ghetto. I'm sorry. Um, in the next scene, we see Jane going to the office with her friend, Casey, who's doing a two-day walk of shame, wearing a man's button-down shirt and pants, and carrying her bridesmaid's dress. She has not been home. And Jane asks the receptionist if she's seen her file fax because she can't find it anywhere. And then she searches her desk area as we cut over back to Kevin, showing the file facts to his boss. And he's like, I got a story idea. And she's like, I don't want to hear any more of your story ideas. Your story ideas suck. Like, they might be good stories, but not for our section of the paper.
0: They're great stories, but he wants to do hard-hitting news, but he's in the commitment section. Hard-hitting news, you say? In
3: the style (laughs) section, people don't want to read about the exploitation of lace workers. They just want to look at the pretty lace. Or the overcharging <laughs> of cakes. Or the one who's
2: been in 27 weddings.
3: Yeah. No, they do want to hear about she the one who's been in 27. Because she's like, people want upbeat um, human interest stories. And he's like, I got one. Those stories you are right, they weren't right for this section. But this one is. He's like, she's been in seven weddings this year alone. And she was in two this past weekend. And she's like, no, you're staying in commitments. You write the best stuff. This is what you're good at. This is what I need you to do. And he's like, look, if you're not going to give me better shit, then I'm quitting. And she says, fine. One chance. If I hate it, you're in commitments for the rest of your life. And I don't ever want to hear another like word.
2: <laughs> What's funny is she says it like he can't just quit. You're mm-hmm. like, all right, Yeah, like alright you do not get it. All right, get back to commitments. No, I Actually,
0: quit. he probably can't just quit. as It's not like those kinds of jobs are really easy to get.
2: Even in 2008, newspaper jobs were getting slim. Yeah.
0: And this is what he's good
3: at, and people would recognize his name. If he got hired by another paper, they would he want him to would, do the same They thing. would want yeah. to do the <laughs> <laughs> People are like, oh, that guy. Yeah, we want him to do it for us. That's not what he wants. hmm He'd be trapped doing that job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So later that morning, Casey gives Jane a hard time about her crush on George. And uh, Casey's talking about how Jane hopes one day George will wake up and realize he's madly in love with her. And just then, flowers arrive for Jane with no note. She thinks they're from George.
2: And she's wrong.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jane asks Gina to take him to her desk. And Casey's like, everyone knows about your infatuation with him. Everybody except for him. And Gina's like, yeah, that's true. We all know. And uh, Jane's kind of, ooh, crap. And then (laughs) George walks in with his dog. And they chat about his latest adventure, climbing Mount Whitney, and go over some photos for the magazine and his schedule. He's going to make a short speech at a benefit for the Y. And he's like, it looks like I'm going to need a date for that. And she's like, yeah. he's like, well, it's lucky that's the one area of my life you don't have to take care of for me. (laughs) Damn. uh, That's why they call him burn. And he goes Ah. to his office and there's breakfast. And he's like, did you put breakfast on my desk? That's why I love you. And he walks away and she's like all dreamily like, oh, I love you too. Casey slaps her.
2: <laughs> like literally walks over and slaps
3: her. <laughs> right in the face. And she's like. Right in the kisser. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I needed that. And then she goes back to work. And as they're leaving work, uh, Gina's like, I hope to see you all at my engagement party. Thanks, Jane, for arranging everything. And Casey's like, uh. You want to come over? There's some guys from shipping coming over with some bubble wrap and tequila. She's like... I don't
2: get the bubble wrap thing. I Are mean, gonna popping bubble wrap? Well, they're doesn't... from
3: shipping.
0: <laughs> it doesn't. I would assume yes that they were gonna do shots and pop bubble wrap. Because
2: it's not like a weird sex thing. You're gonna tie them up, and bubble wrap,
0: like, or just have sex on the bubble I wrap. The pop, 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 pop,
3: pop, pop, might be down for that, but not with multiple people from shipping. And if that was gonna happen, she wouldn't have invited Jane. <laughs>
0: Maybe Uh, she would have. She does seem, I think she does seem down to have sex with multiple dudes from shipping. (laughs) (laughs) On a pile of bubble wrap.
2: And I ship that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're all shipping that very hard.
3: Jane's like, I can't, I gotta pick up Tess from the airport.
2: She's like, if only there were people that would do that, you know, come in big yellow cars. It's like, you're such a dick.
3: (laughs) She's like, I wanna pick her up. She needs me.
2: It's her sister. You pick your sister up from the airport. I say that cause my sister never flies. <laughs> <laughs> but if she ever did, I would pick her up at the airport.
1: I
0: know.
2: I live close enough to the airport my sister could walk. <laughs> That's, That's only true. six miles.
0: <laughs> it's not. No, it's
3: I'm like sorry. six minutes. I know.
2: <laughs> That's true. If I remember at the airport, I was picking me up and she's going to Tony's. Right? <laughs> there
3: okay. All right. At the airport, she picks up her sister, who's been working with models in Milan as a publicist. They go back to Jane's apartment, and Tess is going to be staying for one to two weeks. They talk about their parents' wedding because Jane has the article about it framed in her house. They agree it was romantic, but Tess is like, oh, but that dress is awful. Jane's like, I think it's perfect. (laughs) She's like, the ceremony at sunset at the boathouse, big band, everything was perfect. And Tess then sees a pile of newspaper clippings on the counter and their engagement profiles and wedding write-ups and she's like, What the hell is this? And she's like, it's just this one writer, Malcolm Doyle. He writes the best stuff.
2: He's the bee's knees. He's
3: He's dreamy. As they talk, Jane invites her sister to the engagement party. And Tess says that she has plans to meet with friends from Milan for drinks, but she'll try to make it. At the engagement party, it's at a gothic bar. He's weird. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and I didn't pick up on it at first because <laughs> all of a sudden they're paying attention to what they were saying and these these like rough chicks walking up with these spikes I was like what is what with these with these waitresses <laughs> and, then, and then I spanned out and saw everybody else I was like
2: oh oh Carly's like this is a, supposed to be a goth bar I was like I didn't she's
1: even get that first she's a goth chick
2: yeah he's out of their vampires mm. so
3: Jane... well then this
2: should be Tony this is your movie Vampires no oh. <laughs> take over Tony oh well no no, no? Like, I don't want to
3: <laughs> So Jane's chatting with Casey and George comes up and Jane says, you got them champagne glasses and a bottle of Cristal. He's like, any chance they'll really think it was for me? And she says, maybe I wrapped it like a car ran over it. <laughs> I thought that was an extravagant gift. But <laughs> well,
2: depends how oh, I mean, much money yeah. he has. I, I thought that that seemed
0: money. appropriate, actually. Yeah,
2: if he's got like lots and lots of money, it's not inappropriate. He's a professional mountain climber that's expensive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, he, brought, owns a magazine. he owns a magazine. <laughs> he's
2: probably making pretty good if, look if they have that kind of space in New York
3: yeah, yeah, yeah he's got successful. he's doing good and he's like you guys want any drinks and they say no and Casey's like if he, when he asks if you want a drink you say vodka soda if you have a drink you down it <laughs> she's like then there's some flirting some interopic sex an accidental pregnancy a shotgun wedding and a life of bliss and Jane's like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is
0: horrible. Although, so, if a guy you like asks you if he can get you a drink, you do say yes. Yeah. She's like, but he likes
3: me because I'm responsible. He appreciates especially, me.
0: <laughs> especially if you know this is a re- uh, this is a good guy. Like maybe if it's just a guy you think he's cute that you just met at that bar, you say no because you don't know if he's going to roof for you. That is an issue that no, women is. have to deal with. Yeah. You know, everybody's always
2: afraid about roofies. That's very, 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 very seldom.
0: It's an issue that women have to be aware of. It's not an issue men have to be aware of.
2: No, no, it's no. That's not true. <laughs> we'll talk about that offline. That's okay. so <laughs> not true. All right,
0: I'm sorry. You're right. I'm incorrect. <laughs> but it is. Dude. It might, but it's not something that most men know they need to be aware of. And they should. But
2: Fellas. Watch your drinks.
0: Did you but see that? all women know that they can't let strange men buy them and drinks. And that's
2: why women
1: don't get roofied and men do. Okay. Did, you, did you see that YouTube video going around with the girls at the party? No, no. It's, it, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's basically these two girls. They're all just together while they're being filmed and they're like ah doing their woo girl stuff mm-hmm. and this guy dances around them And like, clink drops a little something in one of her drinks and it's all on you. It's all on YouTube or whatever It's all the did they find the
2: guy and beat the shit
0: out of him I don't but, know But, I hope hopefully, they did. Yeah. He but if it's a good guy shit, like this that up. you know is a decent human being you you definitely let him buy you a drink Because that if he's willing to buy you drinks, he thinks you're pretty <laughs> That's that's how that works
1: I did, I did see they have, uh, There's one girl's made this that fingernail polish. Mm-hmm. That it changes you changes color. You can dip yeah. it in a drink and see if it's been, put shit in it. Mm-hmm. That's you? genius. Yeah, yes, genius. Yes,
0: it is. And unfortunately, it's a thing that is also necessary for a lot of women of a certain age that and are men. on bars a lot. And men. Men, you need to start painting your nails. It's a good <laughs> thing. It's a good thing that that's becoming more socially acceptable. It is.
2: <laughs> because, yeah, dude, dude, men are getting raped. It's bad.
0: Okay. All right. So Casey says... I feel bad for them. Me too. Welcome to our world.
2: Yeah. Um, okay.
0: Ladies have been dealing with this forever. Sucks. No,
2: movies haven't been around forever.
0: But but the fear of rape is a real
2: thing. Yeah, it is.
3: All right. It's not going to happen. And if she's asleep, night.
2: that means no. There's an oldie but a goodie. There's a, there's a callback oh. for you.
3: All right. So George walks back and asks Jane if it was okay what he put on her desk this morning. And she's like, on my desk, oh, it was great. And he's like, all right, because I know we haven't had that kind of relationship before, and I just
0: wanted to make sure it was okay. Oh,
2: it was so horrible.
0: Which is weird, because what kind of boss doesn't already have that relationship with his personal assistant?
2: Pick up my dry cleaning?
0: Yes. We'll
2: get to that.
3: (laughs) I guess... uh... It's just not been one of her duties in the past.
2: <laughs> she said duty.
3: So Casey <laughs> is shocked that the flowers were actually from George. And it's like, look, you have to tell him how you feel. Like right now. Right now. And she's like, go. And as Jane is making her way to George, Tess has walked in. And George and Tess have seen each other and are making their way to each other. It's lust at first sight. They have what's yeah. called
2: a shared moment.
3: And Jane ends up getting to the two of them as they arrive together. And uh, clearly she is not going to tell George how she feels because she sees there is something going on.
2: The app was called chemistry. Mm-hmm.
3: So uh, Tess is like, introduce me. And uh... mm, excuse me. She's funny
2: because I don't find her attractive at all.
0: <laughs> Mullen well... Aikman. She looks like somebody hit her in the face with a plank. Ow. <laughs> oh, shit. Her face is really flat. like.
1: She also doesn't have eyebrows. I kind of like eyebrows on girls.
0: Oh. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> well, no, she, she I don't has really like have eyebrows. No
2: eyebrows. She I just, thought she was a boxer for a
0: second. She just needs to draw them in. No, but her face is so flat, it looks like somebody hit her in the face with a plank. All right.
2: That She's not a good actress.
0: No, she's terrible. So... uh
2: but if you want has, to come on the podcast. Has, but if you want to come on the podcast, <laughs> we'd love to have you. Talk about your life on twenty seven dresses. Oh, I can teach you
0: how to do your eyebrows so they show up.
3: Oh it's something I'm working on. Okay. So George mentions that Jane is his I'm looking assistant. at Carly's eyebrows. I've never and. seen him before. <laughs> she's his lifeline and that If he doesn't rely on her already for
0: enough, today he put a dry cleaning slip on her desk. I don't know why you're examining her eyebrows. It's not like you have great eyebrows. You only have, you can only see the first half of yours. Look at those. Look, they only go halfway and then they fade into nothing.
2: Uh Ha She got you. You know what else? This is me giving a rat's ass. Here, Elaine, have a rat's ass. This is me not giving a rat's ass.
0: I don't want a rat's ass. Oh, man so it's uh, funny because
2: i'm not giving one
3: so now jane knows that he was talking about the dry cleaning slip not the flowers and george asks tess if she wants to get a drink and she's like of course i came here to get a drink with my sister come on jane and as they walk away kevin taps on her shoulder and it's like hey were the flowers too much and she's like oh fuck <laughs> they were from you the angry marriage hater Yay!
2: <laughs> yeah, poor guy.
3: And then uh, she's like, "Can you hold my drink for a minute?" And she goes through the exit door and starts like banging her purse on the wall and
2: yelling obscenities.
3: Yes, why, why, why? <laughs> And then realizes that uh, she is displaying her anger to a room full of people
0: celebrating a 50th wedding anniversary. It's an alley. Yeah, it was weird. It It wasn't an alley. It was just another room in this establishment, which seems really weird that this is like reception hall slash goth bar. Yeah. It was just odd. It was weird.
2: Yeah, it was out of place.
0: It was for comedic presence, but it wasn't working And it didn't work
2: because I didn't think it was funny. Mm.
0: So, then she goes back
3: to where Kevin is waiting for her, and he's like, hey, I found this. And she's like, oh, thank God, my fax." And, uh, and he's like, how about we have a drink? Come on, let's get a drink. And she's like, look, she kind of is looking at Tess and George, and she's like, I'm not going to be any fun. And, uh, and then she goes back to the bar and says, it's late, how about we go home, trying to get Tess to leave. And Tess is like, no, let's go dancing. And so Tess and George go dancing. I
2: have Jane
3: before. goes home. Tony wouldn't have gone dancing. <laughs> He'd have be been like, "No,
0: let's just stay here and have more yeah, drinks." Let's
1: just have more drinks and go back to my house. i <laughs> do the bathroom.
0: George is an adventurous guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "I'm not a good
3: dancer, but I'll go dancing with you." So Jane goes home and she can't sleep. She keeps waiting for Tess to come home, waiting for Tess. And at three a.m., she gets up and she's like, "Oh my God, it's three a.m." And she's, she's like, "What? She can't settle." And Tess still isn't home, and she kind of flips through a magazine. She works on her computer. She does some sit-ups, and she starts cleaning. And then Tess finally comes home, and uh, and
0: Jane's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot you were out." And, my uh, ass, I forgot you. It's four o'clock in the morning. I do love Tess's dress. The yellow, the shiny. Ye- it's so pretty. <laughs> it looks like a glass of lemonade. <laughs> It's way too short, I could never wear that, but it's so pretty to look at That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, And Jane listens as Tess talks about the wonderful
3: evening she had and asks about George, and she tells him about how he started the business from his apartment and how he's a great boss. And and she's like, "Um, it's not weird for you, is it? And Jane's like, no, no, it's okay. And she's like, good, because we're having lunch tomorrow. And uh, it is
0: weird for Jane, but she's not going to tell her that. But Jane should have. This is the part where Jane says, yeah, I've been secretly in love with him for the last however many years. Yeah. And then Tess, as a sister, says, oh, well, I won't date him then. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I feel like the character of Tess wouldn't care and would date him anyways. <laughs> yes. But. But she might be a little more subtle about it. She'd be secret. She would, up up in face. Face. she would date him in secret. She would date him in secret. Would she, though? She would.
1: But on the other side of it, Jane's had How long she worked for this dude? Years. And I, you know, there's a certain they do these in movies and shows all the time. And at a certain point, I don't feel sorry for you anymore. You know, you've known this guy for 10 years right. and you never made a move. Somebody else comes up and takes him immediately. We're supposed to feel bad for you? No.
0: Sorry.
2: <laughs> I got to agree with Tony on this.
0: It's funny because I feel like when it's the sister, it's very upsetting because you should be able to tell your sister that I love that dude, even if he doesn't love me. I'm in love with that dude, and, and then it's you're gonna be uncomfortable but, for me. But and then you talk and you do this, and she either backs off or she says, "But he doesn't love you," and I think there's something there. And then, mm-hmm. but it's out in the open. But when it's random girl who steals the man you're secretly in love with, then it's like I, she, you don't get to be mad at her no, but, because but, he likes her. But it also, bothers
1: me. but also uh, the way I would play it out is you know hey we're going to go we're, we're going to this place my boss is going to be there i have a thing for him you know what i mean like it's not it's like some weird random thing I that nobody like, knows about nothing i feel
0: like for the plot it would have been better sister. I would if you
1: tell your sister
0: met him when she wasn't there. Yeah. So she's telling Te- Jane yeah. about this great that guy was, she yeah. met and she's so in love with him and then it turns out to be him. That makes more sense mm-hmm. to
2: me. I think Carl should stop picking movies where there's one girl who's secretly in love with somebody else and everybody else knows about but it. But
0: that's a common trope in romance movies. Yes. but And Carl was much cooler than Because that's Eddie Burns. a common trope in life.
2: <laughs> no, Eddie Burns is much cooler <laughs> than Carl. Yeah. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Carl. I don't know. Things he
0: worked, he worked
2: out do. for him. Love Actually. No. Things worked out for him though because he was, uh was season 300, so. <laughs> and he was kind
3: alright so the girls the next scene we see them going to see their father at his hardware store
2: now is the hardware store in New York I can't I, it can't be yeah that was
3: I don't think it was in New York City it's gotta be just outside I think they were in New York
2: West Ch- Westchester <laughs> yeah we'll say it's like Hoboken or something sure
3: <laughs> and he's excited to see Tess and he wants to know how long she's staying and Jane's like one to two weeks right and Tess says actually depends on how a few things pan out and just said, George calls and Tess goes into the next room and is giggling on the phone. And Jane's dad is like, are you okay? And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, I'm fine.
2: You're not fine.
3: <laughs> then we go back to Jane at work. Um, she looks over into George's office and sees her sister leaning over the desk flirting with him. And then she opens her file fax and sees that Kevin has written his name on every Saturday in her planner, along with his phone number for the rest of the year. Okay.
2: Ladies, creepy or not creepy? I was, not gonna, creepy. I was just going to ask that.
0: Not creepy. I, honestly, I don't think it's creepy. It's cute. <laughs>
1: Tony? Uh, I'd probably do that.
0: <laughs> it's cute.
1: But, I- but you have to be... You have to be equally cute to pull that off. Yeah, you know? yeah.
0: there's a, she had a lot of things in her a lot planner. of
1: stalkery stuff is fine if you look like James right. Mar- Mars. Like yeah. He
0: did oh, a mess like if up. Gray. If
3: anybody, like yeah. he wasn't I was more rich.
0: upset that he yeah. removed a week from her planner than that he. That's wrote himself upsetting. In. Yeah, that's a little er- funny. Also, the other thing he did is she has a lot of stuff happening on some of those days, and he just wrote, 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 wrote right yeah. over it, well, which I'm not okay with.
1: If mm-hmm. He did it thin so he could still read oh, over yeah. it Yes, but he yeah. did a thick ass. Yeah, he used a
0: marker. Which,
3: but and no, she's it's like cute. flipping through and she's like, oh my God. So she calls him. It's
0: not a box of flour cute, but it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> box of flour. I forgot about that,
4: that. was
3: the best thing
0: ever.
4: Oh, that's horrible. And she's
3: like, you took a whole week out of my planner. And he's like, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a, an experiment to see how you do if, if every moment of your life isn't planned out. And, uh, and she's like, can you be creepy with somebody else? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> But if you ever want to hang out with somebody who doesn't need you to take you, take them to a fitting or a cake tasting, I'm here. And uh, she hangs up and she's all exasperated. And then Pedro, George's little brother from the Big Brother program, comes in. And George and Tess are taking him to his baseball game.
2: And Tess is a real asshole. He's like, hello, Pedro. <laughs> it's like, you're a fucking idiot.
0: Yeah. She's super racist.
2: Yeah.
1: And isn't she dressed funny or something for a baseball game? Yeah. I said, dressed, I, said, yeah. I said something She's in about
0: like that. a little black dress. Like
1: her ass is hanging out the yeah. bottom of that dress. I'm like, dude, just throw some jeans and t-shirts on. She's, you to baseball
0: game? The weird huh? thing is they talk about her job as she was a publicist for Models in Milan. Mm-hmm. But I feel like her job should have just been model in Milan. Yeah. Because that would have yeah. made more sense. Not that they talk about her job, but
3: it just... Yeah, they only yeah. really mention it once. We know she came back from Milan after Fashion Week. But it's not until they're at the baseball game when she says publicist in kitten heels, make the best
0: turkey jerky or whatever. Yeah, but she should have just been <laughs> a model, which would better explain well, later her on, ridiculous though, wardrobe. Later right.
1: on, it comes up, though,
0: once yeah. you find out.
3: Yes. We'll get to that. But uh, That
1: might not have worked as well, then.
3: George makes Jane come to the game with them, and they go to a concession stand. He orders some fries and some Diet Pepsis, and Jane wants a chili dog, and she's like, Tess, you should get a chili dog. And she's like, oh, no, I don't eat meat anymore. I
2: don't eat meat. I'm a vegetarian. It's new. And then all they get is fries. And good mm-hmm. for Jane. She gets a chili dog.
3: Yeah. And uh, she's like, okay. I want a chili dog now. <laughs> and Tess says that uh, she loves outdoorsy things like hiking and biking and climbing up things. And she and George walk away arm in arm. And uh, then George goes to, or no, then she says, honestly, I haven't been hiking. Because he's like, it seems weird. Like, you don't seem like the kind of girl who's into outdoorsy things. And she's like, I honestly, I haven't been hiking since my beloved dog, Tori, died. And she tells him about the dog they had when they were growing up. And he's like, Jane, how come you never mentioned Tori? And she's like,
1: well,
2: Toby. Mean,
3: Toby. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it was Toby, but I I called him Tori because I had a lisp. And George he's is like, just... I had a stutter. And they're like, oh, and we just, have some more in it common. Which seems like you
1: had a lisp that turned
2: your R's into B's.
3: Your B's and, B's and
0: R's.
2: And what's funny about it is this is the moment that um, George should have knew she was full of shit. Because yeah. if your sister's calling you out at a baseball game,
0: yeah.
1: like that...
2: <laughs> No.
1: And you really don't need to fake all that shit, you know? All you have to do is go, yeah, I'm not I'm not a vegetarian, but I'll try it, because, you know, I, he probably would enjoy that. Mm-hmm.
0: I was over here trying to figure out how you could lisp an R, because <laughs> as someone who actually has a lisp, I can, and I can make it worse. And I'm just, like, thinking in my head, like, how does he make that lispy? Like. <laughs> "Tothby," <laughs> Torthby. Torthby course be. You just can't. You can't you, make up r It's not real. You can't. <laughs> it's just so funny.
2: Which is why George should have been like, nah, I'm gonna call bullshit.
0: Yeah, because yeah. he's a smart guy. <laughs> I mean, even if he shouldn't have called bullshit, he should have realized that she's lying to him and is fake as shit and not for him.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. just a movie thing. It's the same thing in when movies when They'll go, hey, come here for a second, Elaine, and I'll step like, Two feet away and go. Did you know John's gonna
2: stab Carly in the head or Like you know, they're right there, right? I hate when they do that. Because remember, there's two things in movies: men are stupid, and if a woman wants to sleep with a man, there's nothing he can do about it. He has to.
0: Well, because you're so blinded by attractiveness, but women are also blinded by attractiveness. I thought we we're blinded movies. by
1: the light. I thought we we're blinded by science. Ooh, hit <laughs> with technology.
0: No, she blinded him with science. Oh,
2: since
1: her women
0: point. are also supposedly blinded by a hot man, which. Is but is mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of true. Sort no, of true. That's not true. Which hot is also rich. sort he's of true with hot and rich. Men. No can yeah. But it doesn't mean you're completely <laughs> stupid just because it's someone's like the
3: crane looking a yeah. yeah, that's
4: true.
3: <laughs> All right, so George goes to uh, bat with Pedro and the girls are left alone. Jane's like, "What are you doing? Like, like you, a good, yeah, you a hated that dog, and you hate the only animals you like have are dead with sleeves." And she, <laughs> she's like, "You don't like the outdoors." And she's like, "That's not true. I like yachts and flowers and tanning. I could like hiking. I've never tried it." <laughs> and she's like, "And I only hated Toby when he slobbered on me." and george is like hey tess come try some batting and uh and she's like i've never done this before which but
2: is you're so
0: outdoorsy because yeah. <laughs> elaine
2: knows if you're gonna take a woman out somewhere and teach her something
0: yeah that works
2: also That's helps if you take her to your place like fancy restaurant's nice but take her to your place and she feels special mm-hmm.
3: all right so the next few scenes are a montage of tess and george's relationship of him sending flowers of being distracted at work there's pictures of tess in the office um, he comes to breakfast with their dad. Jane walks into her apartment, and they're making out on the couch. Hello. And they come to Gina's wedding, where Jane is a bridesmaid.
2: Duh.
3: In her spiked collar.
2: I liked it. <laughs> 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 that
0: was cool. I liked the makeup on I, those men. <laughs> I feel like the ponytail wasn't the right choice as no? wedding hair. But I feel like down with the spiked collar is more appropriate. I think up with the spiked collar worked better. Mm -hmm.
3: Okay. Well, watch it and let us know what you think, listeners. Uh, (laughs) And then one night in the office, after everyone else has left, Jane goes to straighten up and
0: notices he left his wallet. So she scans his... Didn't didn't she... The night that she walks in on the making out, they leave, and she finally has a drink with Kevin, doesn't she? Oh, that happens after this. Does it? Okay. (laughs) Oh, okay.
2: We should all practice this thing and let the person who's narrating the thing do that. (laughs) I thought... Because like last episode, the SWAT thing, you guys keep going, no, this is like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> it
0: happens after. It's more than once, after, like, no, no, just, just wait a minute. Let me talk. After the dad gives okay, the address. Okay, because I thought it It happened. does come soon, though. I thought it happened before this, but mm-hmm. okay.
3: But she finds out where they are, or where he is, and takes him his wallet. And when she walks into the restaurant, musicians start playing, and a banner lowers that says, will you marry me?
1: And Tony gets pissed. Why is because, Tony getting pissed? Because George goes, thanks. And then ignores her and goes back. I'm like, excuse me. He
3: goes, you... she's not the one. She's not the one. She's not the I was one. Like, I just
1: left the office, got in a cab, drove all the way over here and gave you your wallet back on your big night. That was pretty nice of but you. But this is where you go, thanks. thanks. Anyway. I'm just
0: about to propose to your sister. Right. Go hide over here yeah. and then you can watch. Yeah. He's like,
3: I'm glad thanks. you're here for the support. Yeah. And then Tess walks in and she's like, Jane, what's happening? And then Jane is just awkwardly standing there the whole time. <laughs> And the
0: band won't no. let her leave, which is messed up because they know she's not, she, the, one. She's not no.
3: the one. She's not <laughs> the one. She's not her out. Would, he would
1: tell her. Yeah. It's like you know, a mariachi they band. They work together he every probably day. would have
0: t- yeah. He would say,
1: look, I'm going to, you know, this is what's going down.
0: He's got, you would think well, that he was would was ask her to help tie.
3: pick out the wheat, the ring. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly. she
3: was doing his tie before he left, and she said, you seem nervous. Yeah. He would have said something.
2: Why wouldn't, also, why wouldn't he? That also, he I had a big problem with her doing his tie. Let me tell you why. Fellas, there's two things you should know how to do. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> One of them is to tie a tie. I'm not saying you got to have a perfect double Windsor. You should know how to tie a freaking tie. It's going to come up in your life multiple times. The other thing, you can figure out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's the other thing? I can't figure it out.
2: Just don't, you a guy? Uh,
0: not currently, but you worry never about know it. what's going to happen. Then
2: don't worry about it. Learn how to tie a fucking tie. All
0: right. Enough said. It's not
2: that hard.
0: So it's really not. Tess with the says, advent of
2: YouTube, just fucking YouTube it. Or ask me. True. Come on by the house, I'll show you.
0: I like it when you were doing fancy ties for a while.
2: That takes a really long time. <laughs> but
0: the fancy knots were really cool.
2: All right, we'll work about it.
0: So, Tess, you should do a fancy knot hey? to Aaron's wedding. I will. Oh.
2: Aaron, stay tuned for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then the girls are back at their father's place and with George, and their father says First, you give Janie a job, and now you get Tess to move back. You're my hero. And then he's like, "Hold on a minute," and he goes and gets their mother's wedding dress and gives it to
0: Tess. And you can see the look on Jane's face because she's like, "That was what she wanted." Which I just I don't like this because I feel like the dad would be a little bit more sensitive to that. Mm-hmm. He's with Jane all the time. Mm-hmm. He knows about how many weddings she's in. He can't how much not know. Loves
3: weddings.
0: This is something you would be like he doesn't even say anything to her. (laughs) He just, and he doesn't even say you're the first one to get married. So it only seems fair to offer you Mm. like the dad just seems so oblivious. And I'm like, this is not okay. He would know more. He (laughs) raised two daughters. He knows which one cares about the wedding dress (laughs) and which one wants the newest dress possible. You don't not know this information. (laughs) So that bothered me. It also bothered me about how, like, and Tess knows that this is Jane's dream, and it's okay that it's also Tess's dream, but Tess knows this is Jane's dream. You think she would just, of course she's going to take the dress because she's selfish and she's Tess, but you (laughs) think that she would just be a little bit more... Sensitive. Oh, you and don't mind, so, Janie.
1: And also, no, like, she's, if she's this big model person, you think she'd want some crazy gown. She you know, does. would be like, I get it. She it's does. mom's dress and stuff. She That's fine it. for you, she's Jane. She's honored I'm gonna by get this, this. crazy bling a blog a blog a there's no
3: point where she's interested in wearing, like putting this dress on. There's no point. And she should have just said, you know what? It'll be better if if you keep it for Jane. Yeah. But she's like, oh, you don't mind, Jane, do you? And uh, and she's like, I know you wanted to wear it. And she's like, it's fine. It's what mom would have wanted.
2: But it's not.
3: <laughs> this is when Jane calls Kevin. <laughs> okay. And he's like, why would you decide to meet with me now? You've been avoiding me for weeks. And she's like, my baby sister's getting married. He's like, oh, and before you? And she's like, that's not what I'm upset about. She's like, she's going to make me do everything. And he's like, so why don't you just say no? And she's like...
0: I can't say no. <laughs> also, no, it she sounds seems...
1: like me so much. Like, oh, like, oh my God, there's so many times she'll be like, I have to do this. like, Says who?
0: The no. other just thing is, no. she seems to enjoy doing everything. So mm-hmm. I don't, like, I she's know why. She's not upset because she's I know have why to this is everything. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> just. If Tess were marrying anybody else, she would not be upset yeah. because but she had he, to do everything. I feel like she gives sh- this isn't a good enough excuse for him because he saw her file effects. He knows she likes to do That's everything. True. That's yeah. true. Yeah. She yep. should have any I don't like the guy. I don't really like myself. Any other lie would have yeah. been better. That's true. He probably... He shouldn't have bought it.
3: But, he uh, doesn't know her. All well, like, he knows about
2: her is like, wow, I like your face.
3: He's That's like, pretty much it. Well, why don't we practice saying no? Jane, I need you to give me 50 bucks. And she's like, no. And he says, I really, I'll pay you back. I really need 50 bucks. And she's like, no. And then he takes her hands and he's like, I really, really need you to give me 50 bucks. And she's like, no. <laughs> she's wavering. And I was like, Gee, that's not Carly. And he's like, good job. Can I have your drink? Sure.
2: <laughs> and then he takes it and drinks it. And he's like, that's terrible. You're doing so well. By but way. they
3: seem to have a good time together. And, uh. Next, we see Tess and Jane walking, and Tess is going over a checklist of all the things she asked Jane to do. Go by the flower shop, order the favors, do the mock-up invitations. She wants her to ask Casey, her best friend, to be a bridesmaid. Because
0: she's pretty and would
3: have a good aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll look good in the dress, and uh, the pictures will be nice. And uh, And Tess wants Jane to make a slideshow for the rehearsal dinner and tells her that the writer that she loves from the journal called and wants to write about the wedding. She's like, can you believe it? And she's like,
0: at this point... (laughs) She's got so many Knives on her back She doesn't have any There's
2: 27 of them Actually one <laughs>
3: dress. And Tess is like I've been thinking about it I think you're right The wedding mom and dad had was perfect So uh, Ta-da They're at the boathouse She's like When I first called They couldn't get us in For 18 months But the ninth time I called They had a cancellation Three weeks The wedding's gonna be in because Three weeks
2: Because the bride Was sleeping with the Like the uncle And the cousin And the, the dog The mother The father <laughs> The son Silly. It was quite but, the
3: orgy Happening Call so off the wedding.
2: What kind of fucked up family is this? <laughs> they're passing around like she's the hash pipe.
3: But uh, Jane is like, oh, oh, you're getting married at the boathouse in
0: mom's dress in three weeks? Oh. Wait, you think they're fucked up because they sa- passed the same girl around, not because they all that any member of this family thought it was okay to sleep with their somebody's fiance? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to
1: answer that. <laughs> Well, my client's trying to say
0: <laughs> This girl can sleep with whoever she wants Man, woman, as long as they're over 18 But they should never have slept with her She's their son's brother's cousin's fiance
2: You have to talk to my attorney about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright So Tess
3: is offended because Jane isn't more thrilled for her About how this is all working out And Jane's like I just didn't know that this was what you wanted Like this is what she's always wanted But she didn't know that Tess wanted all this She's like, if this way is you want, then I'm happy for you. And then uh, Jane and Casey are at yoga. And Jane is telling her quietly about all this. And Casey is not handling it well. <laughs> She's being loud and vulgar in the yoga class. Okay. And everybody's
0: looking at her like, shut up, dude. She's being a good friend. There's no time
2: says no talking.
3: She's like, that
0: <laughs> whore. <laughs> Which is Excessive.
3: And she's like, she needs you. She wants you to be a bridesmaid. And she's like, no. <laughs> and she says she'll do it just for Jane, just for Jane. But if that bitch crosses her, <laughs> she's gonna kick her ass. And everybody's giving them the stink eye. And then the instructor finally bangs the gong to shut her up. And she's like, she said, "There's no sign that says no talking." <laughs> so then Jane, Tess, and George visit a custom bakery. And Jane is like, you can do this cake in three weeks And the bakery guy's like, I'm not doing this cake in three weeks And she's like, Oh, all this business I brought to you, I know you can do it, you know you can do it, and you're gonna do it and you're gonna give me a discount. And he's like, Yeah, I am <laughs> I
2: wanna make a wedding cake, like a three tier cake like that, just to make it. My so dad we need, can. We need to have a party just so I can make a big old cake.
0: <laughs> you could just make a cake and surprise me with it when my I come birthday's up coming that's up. a lot of cake <laughs> <laughs> i like cake my birthday's coming up my next pick will be my
3: birthday pick
2: all right cake for carly coming up <laughs> anything but red velvet i don't like red velvet
3: i don't like chocolate cake at all so what <laughs> you can make a tear that's chocolate i just won't eat it
2: You're Goddamn damn right the, whole <laughs> <thing>.
3: the <laughs>
2: bottom's gonna be
3: chocolate <laughs> what because
2: it's the biggest. <laughs>
3: All right, so Kevin walks in just as the uh, baker is accepting these terms and applauds her and then introduces himself as Malcolm Doyle, the writer from the paper that she loves. And she's like, whoa, <laughs> you're Kevin. And he's like, that's my name, but on for the newspaper I use Malcolm. I use a pen
1: name. Not crazy enough. It's
3: probably crazy. his middle name. And she's pretty stunned. Kevin Malcolm Doyle? All out And Tess is like, Jane is your number one fan. She saves your articles and pretends that she doesn't. And and Jane's like, oh, shut up, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jane pulls him aside and is like, you lied to me. And he's like, no, I didn't. I told you I was a writer. And she's like, so are you a a romantic who pretends to be a cynic or a cynic who knows how to spin romantic crap for girls like me? And he's like, I don't know what you said, but I think the second one. And
0: she's like, oh. (laughs) <laughs>
2: it's like finding Honestly, out your favorite love song. I don't think about she gets sandwich. to be
0: mad at him about this because he didn't lie to her. Is that the line?
2: <laughs> it's like finding out your favorite love songs about a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: yeah. That's <laughs> I feel like I just she's, found out my favorite, song, my favorite love song was written about a sandwich.
2: Yeah, so, I, I asked you to write that down.
0: Thanks. Mm-hmm. The next scene,
3: Kevin arrives at her apartment and she's home alone and she's like, Tess isn't here. And he's like, I came to see you. I need to talk to all the friends and family. And uh, And he's like, I need to talk to you. It's for Tess and George. Because he knows she'll open the door for them. It's for the bride. (laughs) I'm
2: telling you, that shit works.
3: And it works. He turns on his tape recorder and he asks her a few questions. And uh, then he notices the closet bursting open with all the dresses. And he's like... It's bursting. What is that? He says, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And she tries to run to close it and he gets in
0: there. And he's like, why do you have these? Because she likes to keep them, which I think is a valid thing.
2: I really wish you wouldn't.
0: And he's like,
3: what are you going to do with these? They're hideous. And she's like, they're not all hideous. And he's like, show me one that isn't hideous. And she pulls out one. And she's like, this one is really very nice. It looks great
0: on. And he's like. No, it doesn't. It's <laughs> like, the color is disgusting. She
2: said, go put it looks on. Looks
0: like vomit. And she's like, I'm going to prove to you that it looks good on.
3: And so she goes and she puts it on.
2: And we cue the montage.
3: And, yeah. and she comes out in it and he takes a picture of her. And she's like, whoa, whoa. Like, she wasn't expecting that. And then he shows it to her and he's like,
0: look, that color is awful. It looks good on you, the dress. He says, I agree <laughs> about the dress. It's pretty, but the color is awful. And she's like, she looks at the picture and she's like, Yeah,
3: but it's not the worst one. And that's what cues the montage. Then she puts on every dress in that closet, dances around, they're having a great time.
2: Yeah, this is how you know she's really into him.
3: (laughs) And, uh... Then, once they've all been shown, he's like, 27 different dresses. And he's like, why do you keep them? And, uh... And she says she's had some really good times in those dresses. And she's like, I don't care if they want me to wear a funny dress. It's their day. One of those days, one of these days, someday, all those people are going to be there for me. And as she's kind of talking about that, he takes another picture of her. And she's like, it kind of snaps her out of it. And she's like, you don't get it. Why would you get it? And then this moment is over. And then we see her putting all the dresses back in her pajamas. So Jane arrives at George's apartment to pick up the registry list from Tess. Tess won't let her in. And she's like, what is going on in there? George isn't here. Who's in there? And it's Pedro cleaning Mm -hmm. the apartment.
2: And he's dancing and stuff. Good for Pedro.
3: (laughs) And this is a secret between Pedro and Tess. He is cleaning their apartment for money on the side. And back at the office, Kevin's editor is like, hey, where's that article you're writing about the chick? And he's like, it's not ready yet. It's not ready. She's like, I don't care. I don't want to see it. So he sends it to her. And then Jane and Kevin are registering for the stuff together. She's like, can you leave? Why are you here? And he's like, I like to be involved in all the parts, which, which is really real, he just but... wants to spend time with her <laughs> because he likes her. And, I think there was and a... he's writing a story about yeah. her. There
2: was a real miss for a scene here. There should have been a little montage of these two going crazy in you know, all different stores, buying, putting really dumb shit on the register. Ooh, <laughs> that would have been so cool if this was made in nineteen eighty-eight, well, two thousand eight. There would have been.
0: They had. They true. fight. Jefferson again.
2: Starship would have been playing in the background.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they argue, and she guesses, and she guesses correct on why he's a big fat vet- wedding hater. She's like, "What did you have a big
3: fancy ceremony and your wife left you or something?" And he's like,
0: "Yep. Yep." <laughs> bingo and with my best friend from college so that you should get a double bingo for that that's a
3: rough one and then she feels bad so she's like you want to just register them for every all the ugliest shit in the store and he's like yes yes exactly (laughs) and
2: cue the music (laughs) that that would have been my favorite scene yeah so my favorite scene spoiler is the one that didn't happen (laughs) the one that john wrote (laughs) my book is so much better this time, it's usually... Wow, I want to watch Carly's movie version of the movie that I saw. But this time, my version of the movie is better. Officer <laughs> yeah. Also, so, Superior comes in. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Kevin goes back to work, and she likes the article. And she's like, it's smart, funny, entertaining as hell. It's going on the front page on Sunday. And he's like, this Sunday? And she's like, yeah. He's like, can we wait a week? I feel like it's not ready yet. It's not ready. I can make it better. And she's like... It's fine. It's going on Sunday. And he's like, please, just one week, one week. And she's like, all right, fine. You can have a week. And then Jane meets with George to preview the menu for the wedding. And uh, Tess couldn't make it because she's getting her hair done. As they sit down, Kevin calls Jane and Tess answers and tells, them, tells him where Jane is doing the at the boathouse, sampling the menu. So, uh... Sorry, George is telling Jane why he loves Tess. There's no bullshit. She's not afraid to be herself, which we know. Is bullshit. Is bullshit. (laughs) Jane almost tells him about all the lies, but she doesn't do it. And he's like, what's your favorite part of the wedding? And she says it's when the bride makes her entrance, and everybody's looking at the bride. She looks at the groom, because the look on his face says it all. And Kevin shows up and sees Jane laughing with George and is like, Bingo. <laughs> it's like, that's why. That's why she's miserable about planning this wedding. The truth emerges. Uh,
2: and the truth shall set her free.
3: So he sees that, and he's like, ooh, shit. And then he tries to sneak away. Just like,
2: skedaddle, like well, you let me would. get out of here. Yeah, you would. Yeah,
3: but George sees him, and, uh, and he's like, hey. And he comes over, and he tries to pretend like he didn't notice anything weird. And he's like, what are you doing, sampling the menu? And... They're gonna go look at some vintage linens, and he's like, I can go, because George has dinner with his parents and Tess, and and Jane's like, no, George, I'll get you back in time. Don't worry about that. And Kevin's like, no, I got nothing else going on, I'll go. And George is like, that would really help me out. So uh, Jane's pissed, because now she's going on a little road trip with Kevin. And it's pouring rain. And uh, he's like, look, I know why you're pissed. I just interrupted your date with your sister's fiance, And he's like, as soon as I saw you mooning over him, that's why you're having such a hard time with this wedding. Your sister's marrying a man that you love. And she's like, no, I'm happy for Tess and George. And he's like, no, you're not. (laughs) And the more he pushes, the more pissed off she gets, and the crazier she draws and uh, and then he's like look can you slow down i can't read the signs and she's like you're gonna hydroplane she's like stop yelling at me and he's like we're gonna hydroplane and she's like no we're not and then they do and they run off because the road she
2: wouldn't listen
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, <laughs> look everybody i don't care how mad you are safety driving please
3: safety <laughs> driving. so they Born go line. down an incline and the car is stuck in the mud in the mud they
0: don't have any reception on their cell phones Course, and not. so they run to... This was hilarious, by the way. When they both take their old flip phone <laughs> yeah. and hang and hold <laughs> them, them out stick in the them rain? Out the window in the rain. Trying
2: to catch some, <laughs> some hey, signals. All of a sudden, there's some dude, can you hear me now? <laughs> <phone
3: out>. Good. <laughs> so they run in the rain to a nearby bar and the payphone there is broken. <laughs> and Kevin is like, you know what? We're not getting a tow tonight. Fuck this. I'm having a drink. So uh, Jane's like, fine, I'll have a drink. But just one but they get trashed. (laughs) And Jane asks him about the Keller wedding. And she's like, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever read. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, come on, the ceremony was held on the anniversary of the father's death, the brother flew home from Afghanistan, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, you can't fake this. You couldn't have faked that. And he's like, a good writer can. And she's like, you're not that good. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, they have more drinks and she's like is there one thing you do like about weddings he's like open bar she's like no and <laughs> that's always good he says Pretty that he good. likes to look at the groom when the bride makes her entrance and she's like are you shitting me right now that's my favorite part we have something in common and he's like statistically it was bound to happen eventually yeah and uh and she's like, you should just admit it. You're a big softie, and this whole cynicism thing is in a, an act to appear mysterious and sexy. And he's like, what was that? You think I'm sexy? <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. I think you think you're sexy. And uh, that's when Benny and the Jets starts playing. But he Benny!
1: He thinks he's cute, <laughs> but he knows he's sexy. That's
2: right. <laughs> he's got the look. that drives the girls wild.
0: Thank you, Shawn Michaels.
3: (laughs) So Kevin starts to sing. And Jane is like, those aren't the words, and she starts to sing, only those aren't the words either. And then She's got electric (laughs) boots and mohair shoes. (laughs) (laughs) So then we cut to them standing on the the bar (laughs) singing at the top of their lungs and everybody in the bar is into it. I'm like this
2: doesn't
4: happen. Yeah. They <laughs> that's up exactly what bar, I said.
0: When they showed up at this bar, there was like three people in this bar. And now all of a sudden there's like fifty people in this people. bar. Right now and they're all dancing in and my, they're on my the mind, bar.
2: In my mind, they're drunk and imagining this because what happens is these are the drunk idiots <laughs> standing in the bar chill. yelling Benny yeah. and the jazz It's like someone can please get these drunk assholes out of here. Exactly. Because that's oh. not gonna happen. Nah. Unless it's Coyote Ugly, of course yeah
0: <laughs> but then he gets down that's elaine's joke
2: i stole it from her haha
0: <laughs> i really like that movie i don't know I why
2: do <laughs> really yeah
3: maybe it's, we I, should do it
2: it's not you would have to do it
3: i don't know i'll look into it i've seen it is it underappreciated?
1: i don't know <laughs> i don't know oh maybe you look
3: into it but he helps her down and then he says i cried like a baby at the keller wedding and then they start making out
2: and then it's on yeah. like dude like for real. Like the next, in the car. next
3: thing we see is them in the car, making out and stripping each other. And then the horn honks.
2: And that was her butt. And, hitting, hitting the horn.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was the next
0: step. And he entered the premises.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: he entered the premises. <laughs> he sure did.
3: Kevin brings coffee to the car, and he's like, the tow truck's on its way. And then we see them at a nearby diner for breakfast. And she's know. all
2: like, ooh, I feel bad about having sex with you. He's like, no, you don't.
3: She's like, I never do this. And he's like, oh, I know.
2: Mm-hmm. We've said it like a hundred times before we did it. But then, but then you did, we did it. it.
0: Well, she's been fighting with this guy for weeks, and then she realizes she likes him, and then they had sex. So she's feeling very awkward and uncomfortable. It's it's Yeah, normal. foreplay. And then somebody
3: who was at the bar comes by and is like, hey, you guys are the Benny and the Jets. And, and then she's like, oh, shit. We sang Benny and the Jets last night. And and then they start to give each other shit about their pitch. And then the waitress comes by and gives them their food. And she's like, hey, you're that girl. And she's like, yeah, I'm Benny. He's the Jets. She's like, no, the girl from the paper. And then she brings back the paper. And that's when Kevin is like,
2: she fuck. Ends. I mean, and one hand, I'm like, why did the waitress do that? And the other hand, I'm like, she wouldn't fucking know. That,
0: that, that was and the guy
2: that wrote the article. The yeah. thing is,
0: and I still feel like, and you got to really feel for Kevin here, because I honestly don't think he expected to have sex in the car with her. Yeah. No, He yeah. really was just kind of being an really,
1: asshole to really her. He really comes off looking bad in this. And
0: movie. he really, <laughs> he's slowly realizing he does like this girl, but he was pissed because she's in love with her boss, mm. and he thinks he's kind of putting them, you know, that they might date someday, yeah. and now he knows it's ruined. So he was just kind of mad at her when they were driving, and now... And you things get the have turned and now it's like We might have something here yeah. And you get the impression as soon as he found out They were
3: running the story and he was like Can we hold it that he wanted to talk to her About it yeah. at least warn her
0: or, and, or at least proofread it one more time To make sure it wasn't too mean Yeah,
3: yeah. And then he gets Mad at her and then they end up getting drunk and having sex, and now she sees it, and yeah, he he looks really bad. I feel, I feel bad for him here. Yeah. She is, she flips through the pages, all these pictures of her, and uh, she is pissed. And she gets up and leaves, and he chases after her, and she smacks him, and then walks away.
0: Okay, so I had to ask John. I said. Does he deserve this smack across the face? Because generally women smack men and it's not okay. You can't just go around smacking men because you don't like what they said or what they did like in fucking the holiday when (laughs) she smacks the guy for having the affair when Cameron in the beginning. But like it's not okay. You can't just go around assaulting people and just because you're a woman and he's a man. It's just not okay. But
2: I have two things to say. And John usually really
0: gets upset about it. But here, I said, "John, did he actually deserve this?" No. And then he started to answer me, and I'm like, "No Save way." No you first. No,
1: I'm just saying, I'm like, defer to you, my I'm friend. just saying, like, you know, with the affair thing, the girl comes and sees the guy sleeping with another girl, and she slaps him, and you. Tend, it seems to be a trigger with you, and I'm always <laughs> like, and I'm always like, well, Elaine's gonna say something about it, and that's fine. It's because John always says, but if it was too. guys, the guy would kill the other guy <laughs> in like movies.
2: It would like shoot him or something, and and which is also not okay. Cool. I know, but it's just like see now. Here's the difference: like if you're if you're if it's somebody you know sleeping with your wife, girlfriend, whatever, yeah, then that guy deserves to get his ass kicked. but yeah. if, if this guy comes in, and he's like, oh shit, I'm sorry, I I had no idea, get out, you're yeah. done. Yeah, you let him go, he gets a pass. I've always said that too. Yeah. I agree with that.
0: But like if it's coming
2: and it's your buddy, you're like, "Oh, you've got to go." Yes. My
0: problem is casual violence against men is not treated the no, same way not. as casual violence against women. If this right. was the other Which, way around, I know. But that's why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling
2: at you. I'm trying to talk, and you won't stop because <laughs> you ask me a question and they won't let me answer. I'm against it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it, it bothers me to see the casual... Because if it was the other way around, it's always bad and the man is always demonized, but the woman is never demonized and people joke about it. And it's it upsets me and it upsets John too. Like he talks about it a lot more than I do. Actually, I talk about it on the podcast because I'm trying to support his values because it does bother me and I feel it's important to say that it bothers me. But does well, is this slap across the face warranted? This one in this movie. No. That's what I want to know.
2: Still no. Still it's no. It's never okay to just you know, arbitrarily hit somebody. All right, so... Unless you expect them to hit you back. Like, if if she turns off and smacks him, you should be able to smack her back. I agree. You just started a physical fight. So now you are a mutual combatant.
3: So do you think, though, if she had said, don't follow me, he would have not followed her? I don't know because it's she hard smacked to say. him because she didn't
0: want to have to interact. It's hard
2: with to say, but I cannot. Would it
0: have been okay for her to push him if he did keep following her? If
2: she gets, if he's getting too close, push him away. I don't want, I don't want you near me right now. But you know, there's not like a push, like a uh, stick out an arm. Please get away from me. Okay, great. But if you hit somebody, you're you're just an asshole. And no, it is not okay for him to hit her back. Like if she hits you, you're not. You don't hit her back. That's not what you do. What I would do is go to the police and say, she just assaulted me, take her ass to jail. Because okay. you know why? That's what she deserves.
3: <sighs>
2: so, fellas, if, you, if someone hit, if your face. lady hits you, have her brought to jail.
3: Mm-hmm. Don't hit her
2: back, because now you're wrong.
3: I don't think he would have had her sent to jail. Because he totally just would, fucked up her life.
2: <laughs> that would have really ruined the relationship. <laughs> to to
0: either his career. <laughs> this actually fucks up her life, though.
2: No, it wouldn't fuck up her life.
0: It's It's just just an embarrassing thing. A year from
2: now, nobody would even remember it. Honestly, how many people really read the commitment section of the newspaper? Even in a city, New York City, there's what, eight and a half, nine million people there?
0: Only if you know someone who's getting married and has an article in the commitment section. Who reads
2: the commitment section every day? I will tell you, my mom reads the whole newspaper cover to cover. Unless it became a meme (laughs) nowadays. She would have to be something that broke loose and been famous. But maybe a couple thousand people in a city of eight and a half million? Not a big deal. Remember how big Runaway Bride was? When that mm-hmm. happened, that girl, she was like so big for like no. six months.
0: I uh, don't remember that at all. And Now
1: nobody, yeah. you know,
0: I remember Elaine there was a great. Remember. I remember there was a great movie. With, Her and Elaine with, were like
2: <laughs> tight, you know, they hung out
1: all
0: the time.
2: <laughs> like you remember Tanya Harding, don't you? Who remembers that shit now? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I do. She's yeah. on Dancing with the Stars. So. She
2: really? <laughs> well, she just had a movie yeah. come out called I Tanya with. Um, yeah. I watched it. It wasn't bad. Really? I don't feel yeah, like it wasn't bad.
0: <laughs> Tanya Harding is on uh, Dancing with the Stars this season. I don't feel like she should get to be on Dancing with the. Stars the stars but that's okay because she's not a star
2: because she hired a man she, hired <laughs> yeah. but she to break... did not hire a hitman see that's the big is no, that she was in on it she knew who her ex-husband hired him she didn't oh, know okay until after happened? the fact hmm, i didn't know that yeah she didn't know until after the fact
3: all right so back at work kevin the movie. is pissed no, i knew that from
2: 92
3: at his boss and he's like you told me i had a week she was ambushed i didn't even have a chance to tell her And she's like, "You should be thanking me. I gave you this whole thing." And she's like, "Look, you should be thanking me. I'm not sorry. You don't make decisions about when stories run. I do." Yeah, I know uh, you're the he's lucky he didn't get fired.
1: But in this situation, I'm your boss.
3: (laughs) So Jane goes home, and Tess is pissed about the article and blames Jane. She's like, "How could you do this to me?" That shit
2: would have spun me off into a
3: fucking stratosphere.
2: (laughs) So my fucking pictures all over the newspaper, I'm embarrassed cuz always they, a brides me never a bride and you're mad about it
0: yeah her her sister's too focused on the fact that she's portrayed as bridezilla to even care about the fact that Jane has been portrayed as the saddest sad sack of the world <laughs> mm-hmm. which is
2: consistent with her character Tess like, is, Tess is garbage Tess put your shit on receive for a second you need to understand this the world doesn't revolve around you
3: but Jane doesn't say anything no and the phone rings and it's Kevin and he's like can I talk to Jane and Tess is like the only person you're going to talk to is my attorney i don't even have an attorney but i'll get one and then Tess storms out and, he's, and she says, you might want to alert traffic control because Bridezilla's on the loose. Which was the only funny thing she said the entire movie. Yeah. And then the next day at work, Jane has all these missed call notices from Kevin and she throws them all away. Casey comes over and Jane's like, before you say anything, can you not say anything? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, oh, come on, it's just an article on the front page with a million pictures of you. I wouldn't mind so much if there weren't all those pictures. <laughs> well, the,
1: well and, real, and realistically, she could she could own it and turn it into a business. You know, maybe some something like that. Yeah. Become she could become a wedding planner. planner. Yeah. yeah. If Which she wanted to. She, that's a maybe really good she idea. Will. She should have done that. Maybe
0: yeah. she will, because, spoiler alert, she does quite her job at that. <laughs> so so we don't know what she ends up I
2: mean, up you doing. get that kind of exposure. So you know? then you get 28 dresses later.
0: <laughs> and you got to...
2: 27 Dresses yeah. 2.
0: <laughs> Which would be a great name for a bri- for like a bridal planning company, 27 Dresses. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a great name.
1: Then fucking New York Explorer or whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it's called just yeah. ran a
2: full page ad on me. Hey, uh, Hollywood, pay attention, okay? <laughs> Stop remaking um, TV shows from the 80s. Make a sequel to this. <laughs> Spend $8 million. You'll make your money back.
3: So, i won't go see
2: it but. <laughs> george
3: calls her into his office and she's but I want like credit <laughs> she's like i'm so sorry and he's like why are you apologizing to me the guy was a jerk he took advantage of you you didn't know and he's like i just want to make sure you're okay and she's like uh she's like yeah i just feel like i should have seen it coming and uh and he's like nobody reads that section anyway but
0: we know it pays for the whole paper they said earlier so
2: well the advertisements do which is kind of contradictory but whatever
0: <laughs> well because if you are planning a wedding you might read that section you want to yeah. see what yeah. other people look like in yeah. their wedding you want to see that's where you look to see the what flowers they used and what company did mm-hmm. they use their cake from that like the advertisements there would are be a lot of people in that, in that city and a lot of people with money who get married and would care about that
2: mm-hmm. That's a good point
3: So then Jane arrives at the bridal boutique where Tess is chatting with the seamstress about the dress oh. And she's like, look, I've been thinking about the article fiasco, and I decided I'm going to forgive you, Jane. And Jane's like, oh, okay. Jane should have looked at her (laughs) in in
2: her meanest voice and went,
3: bitch.
2: Looked right in the windows of the soul and told her that.
3: She's like, but for the rehearsal dinner, I'm going to want you to read off a script because we don't need to be embarrassed again. She's like, I wrote the script. And uh, Jane tries to laugh it off. And then they come in and Tess puts on the dress. And confused when she sees it, Jane's like, where's mom's dress? And Tess is like, oh, it was too old fashioned. We couldn't use most of it. But the lace is part of the dress. And this little spot is part of the dress. And I saved the rest of the dress for you. And they <laughs> bring like a pile of
2: remnants. Of yeah.
3: remnants. It's
2: pretty
3: plugged up. And uh,
2: So you cut up mom's dress and she jokes No, technically, Blah Blah did. I was like, oh, you're going to get kicked in the face.
3: And she's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) And she's like, I can't undo this, but I'm not going to let you
0: hurt George.
2: Now, let me ask you this. (laughs) Elaine, is this a warranted slap moment? No. That's the dress that she dreamed about her whole life? No. No? Okay. I don't support it either, but still, I was curious. I
3: support what she did here when she's like, no, no, but you know what? I'm going to be okay with this, that you fucked up the stress, but I'm not okay with the fact that you keep lying to him. He's a good person, and this is not how your marriage should start, and you need to tell him, or I'm going to tell
1: him. So what do we do this? What about this one? Is this our business? What do you mean? She She's going to go tell George.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Do Are
1: we going to do that? Would you are you saying that?
0: it's our... Is it her business to go tell George?
1: Yeah. Would you do that against your sister?
0: Yes. Okay. Earlier I on, at this not point... Not at this point. It's It's late.
3: But when they first started dating, I would have been like, dude, she's not a vegetarian.
2: Like, <laughs> I would have told would you him at the it, ballpark.
1: <laughs> would you do it if you didn't care for George?
0: Yeah. 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 Still do it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just Look, curious. Look, if he was my um, boss, honestly, honest if she didn't
2: know
3: him at all, that well, would be one thing. But she's still going to see this where, man every day yeah. after they're married. You
2: know what? Let me be honest about <laughs> this. Probably not. Because you support a bro. Like, right. I've been called, you know, to... Whatever and been asked things. Is it true that so and so? When you look him in the face, yep. Look, keep a lie for a bro, but, but being in love with the guy I think changes it because then it's self serving. Yeah, I think she something. would, she I would think do it. Just only for having
3: that. to work with him because he's gonna figure it out eventually, and then he's gonna be like, "You're my assistant. You look at me every
0: day, and you knew she was lying to me the whole fucking yeah, time." That's <laughs> the time I'm that I feel you, like I'm gonna go
2: with the lane here and you're going back and forth.
0: The time that you tell him is after the engagement. Because that's what... Because if your sister... If you know your sister's lying... And you might lying, just go, look, maybe you're moving
3: a little too fast. There's some stuff you don't know well, about that was her. that anyway. That kind yeah. of a
0: thing. But you... If your sister's just dating a guy and she's lying to him, that's different. Yeah. If your sister is marrying someone and she's lying to him, especially your boss, who even if you're not in love with him... Is your boss. Is your boss and is friendly. This is where I work. Mm-hmm. You... After the engagement is when you say something. And maybe you... Try to do it easy and try to hint that maybe he should take a closer look at her. Yeah. Or maybe tell him to slow down a little bit. Tell him to... But <laughs> not when she does it is wrong and how she does it is terrible and that's not that's not how she should have done it. But, and waiting to this point, you've waited too long. The time to do it is right after they get engaged.
2: Okay, so real quick to break this down, mm, uh, you have a small window where you so can first tell of all, the real truth. quick, you're asking Elaine. This is <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <it's not.
1: laughs> So, um, this guy, this guy dates, you have a sister, Sam. We'll just make mm-hmm. it up. It doesn't matter. You have a sister yeah, named Sam? we are just making it up.
0: Maybe. We never know. And,
1: uh, so, <laughs> so she's married, she's going to marry a guy and she's been lying to him the whole time. No, you're in love with him. No, you work for him. None of that stuff. She's just lying to this guy. Do you tell him? Have Is I met him before
0: they started dating? You no. met
1: him because, no, no. You just no, met him you, because they're dating. Yeah. yeah. Then, that's kind probably of That's kind of a train on your sister,
3: right?
0: Yeah, because I don't care about that guy, and he's not someone I already knew. Right, but if, if he's a friend of yours. If it's someone you, you
3: already know, relationship with okay. if it's
0: somebody you already know, the time is after the engagement. Because if it's the, if, as long as they're not engaged, there's always time left. But a wedding, an engagement, even if they're just going to get it annulled a week later, yeah. that's...
1: And you're going to catch it from your it, sister. It's too But you're much. okay, you're going to accept that.
0: But I probably
3: would well, not thanks, that's tell why you try to be kind of discreet about it. But at the end (laughs) of the day,
1: however you do it, you're still betraying your sister a little bit
0: but i would be regardless of whether i knew the guy or not i would be constantly on my sister you need to stop lying to him mm-hmm. are you going to lie your whole marriage are you just going to be the right. girl like yeah. you know you are a vegetarian now Right, right, right. if you're going to be that yeah. and that's fine then but start you living are. like right. it and because that's this fine. is your life from the rest of the and that's fine huh? cuz
1: that's you can do that all day too and that's, the face which is but not
0: something she does at that's all that's
1: different than telling him
0: yes you i tell know tell him
1: if you're, there's you're, any you're sort doing. of
0: relationship then you have yeah. then I feel you're obligated there's a small window where your window of opportunity is and if you let it go by you're just as wrong as your sister who's lying because the, when the truth comes out and it will come out wow that you're just good. as wrong and honestly
3: that? I don't think I would feel bad because eventually your sister is going to go you know what you were right I couldn't I I I needed I couldn't just keep Lying like that, like it's not realistic. Like she Tess is pissed at her when she does it, but ultimately, it's Tess's fault.
0: (laughs) The other thing is, I do, I do, I have known women. I'm not real
3: quick. I'm not big on
0: liars. Like I'm not okay with it. There is is one other thing to take into account as well. There are women that date a guy and just like whatever that guy likes, and that's just and that's a thing. They they meet someone
3: and they just. But they just. But he ultimately, I know way more about Transformers today than I did when we met, and I watched an entire series with you, and I enjoyed it.
0: I would never have watched that if I never.
2: Also, you got the touch. There's
0: there's some women that they meet someone they like, they suddenly like all of his hobbies, they suddenly do all the things he wants to do, and they don't really have much of an identity outside of their relationship personality. Right. When they're just when they're not in a relationship, they're just kind of have nothing and then they just date a guy and like his stuff. Date a new guy like mm. his And that's really a thing. And that's a thing yeah, too. Yeah. And if Tess was just embracing this lifestyle as this is just who I am, going, hiking with him, climbing. That's mountains different with too him. because she was still she was just flat out lying. She did not like his dog. She did not yeah. like going yeah. hiking. She was still eating meat. So she was okay. lying and being someone different behind his back. Some people just like all the stuff you like and that just becomes the person they are and that's a different situation. And I just feel that...
2: right. right. so what we learned
0: like, never
2: say real quick and ask a question.
0: (laughs) So she's like, you're going to tell George
3: or I'm going to tell George. And she's like, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't hurt me. And she's like, that was yesterday, but today, you're just some bitch who broke my heart and cut up my mother's wedding dress.
2: Damn! (laughs) And then she actually dropped the mic and walked away.
1: (laughs) She grabbed the boom mic out of the air drop that motherfucker
3: so the next scene is the rehearsal dinner and jane looks a little tense she gives her laptop over and says the files called this and then she takes casey's drink and just downs it and
0: casey's like that's not water (laughs) she she
3: asks
0: she asks him a question Tess and George. She asked George a question to kind of test the wash to see if Tess has told George. Well, the she's truth. like,
3: pig a blanket? Tess, you mm-hmm. want to pick a pig blanket? Yeah. And she's like, no, I don't eat that stuff. And then she's like, oh. Okay. Okay. And she eats it. And it makes Tess nervous because you can see Tess is nervous too. And she's like, I'm gonna go do the slideshow now. And Tess's like, you're gonna read from the script, right? And she's like, Oh, of course I will.
2: <laughs> and I love this that she does. Yeah. She this does is awesome. <laughs> she does read right from the fucking script
3: huh so uh she she absolutely does she reads straight from the script but the picture she has chosen prove that tess is a big fat liar
2: <laughs> they have her eating my favorite one is where she's eating ribs and yeah. she's got her wedding ring our engagement ring on yeah and she's got barbecue sauce
1: on her she, nose she hates
3: <laughs> animals she's afraid of the dogs. she's eating ribs yeah, yeah.
1: It's, it's pretty incriminating. They
3: just and it gets more and more awkward as the slideshow progresses. Mm-hmm. And then Casey's like, "Okay," and she brings Pedro on stage, like, "Let's let's move forward." She's trying to be this. a good bride, <laughs> and move it along and
0: the, make it.
2: And the best part is that Pedro like fucking throws her under the bus.
3: Yeah, he's like, "Anybody want to get good cleaning service? Tess has been helping me start my own business. I'm only cleaning George's place right now, and George is already like." Uh, so you're not so you've been lying to me, and then this happens, and he's like, "Fuck it." Uh, like we,
1: a, was the Pedro thing that bad.
2: No, no, not think, think it was that big a deal.
3: I but think he feels like she
2: just lied
1: to him. She
3: yeah. was taking advantage. Like he's supposed to be the big brother. He's not supposed to be taking advantage yeah, yeah,
1: of this yeah, kid. Yeah. But this he's kid paying. should not she's be cleaning
0: him. his apartment. Like as long as she's
1: paying him something for real, not like a dollar or something. Also, he's
0: a he's that. a child, and he's part of the big brothers yeah. to support yeah, yeah. this child and give him role, positive role models and help him to be a and child she's and she's taking advantage of
2: him. <laughs> and I like how the first thing she does when confronted is she's like, oh no, that picture was a long time ago. And he's like, bitch, you were wearing your engagement. Yeah. Right. And she's yeah. like, damn, you saw that.
3: <laughs> so they leave. He leaves and she chases after him and Casey's like, so what the fuck was that? <laughs> and she's like, you're the one who always telling me to stand up for myself. She's like, that's not what that was. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, uh, if if that was the right thing to do, you would feel better right now. Do you feel better right now? No, she does not feel better right now. You
0: know, I, the thing I like about Casey too is, even though she's a very good supportive best friend, this character realizes that this crossed a line and it's not <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's Pretty like, beast. look, I'm not a good person,
3: and I think that was bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Imogen Poots came out of the back and went, "Damn." <laughs>
3: Casey's okay. like, you could have told him face-to-face. You should have talked to him about it. You didn't have to do it in front of all these people. Yeah, and uh, Jane goes outside, and she's upset. And uh, Kevin follows her outside. He's been there the whole time. And uh, and she he's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, look, just be a man and admit that you took advantage of me to further your career. And, uh, and he's like, look, I'm proud of you. You stood up for yourself. And... Uh, and he's like, the real reason I came was because I knew it was going to be hard for you tonight and I wanted to be there for you. And it's been a long time since I wanted to be there for anybody. He's like, I think you deserve more than you've settled for. And uh, he gives her a Palm Pilot to, to replace her Philofax. I didn't believe that was a Blackberry. Oh, whatever.
1: Yeah, I
3: thought
1: it was a Blackberry too. <laughs> but I didn't know if Blackberries existed or <laughs> <No>, what. <laughs>
3: I'm pretty yeah. sure it was a Blackberry. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then he walks away and he's like, look, just take this. I'll vanish from your life. You never have to see me again. Because he knows. He he doesn't really. He fucked it up.
1: <laughs> and he knows his phone number's in there. And, <laughs> yeah.
3: So then Kevin's boss says the story got a great response. He doesn't have to write about weddings anymore. And she's like, you don't look happy. You need to be happy. This is exactly what you wanted.
2: And the first time he got, wedding. No, <laughs>
3: well, that was his, no, last, that was his last one. <laughs> So Jane is at her father's store and she's like, Tess is never gonna forgive me and Tess comes in and he's like, You guys need to sort this out and uh, and then they, they Grabs happen.
1: a random customer and takes her outside. I
3: thought maybe That's that was an employee. Was it? I no, because she just
0: says,
2: Hey Mrs. So and so have you
1: seen
0: the bee whackers we have outside? These are
2: brand new. Come look at these bee whackers outside. But uh I just
0: feel like it's a good thing that Jane's sister isn't Imogen Poots or someone would've died <laughs> well because first there's thing box that she's throwing stuff here. at her this is the second hardware store fight I've seen in the last two days because <laughs> <laughs> I saw we watched another movie that had a hardware store fight and someone died in that one oh, it, it, there's a lot and, of stuff uh, in there that'll kill yeah. somebody <laughs> well and, and the worst really part lucky.
2: is that you know in Tessa's mind it's okay to grab sponges and throw her at her not so bad grabs fucking bug spray looks like yeah. he's gonna spray her in the and face and she's like put it down put it down <laughs> like, that's a big deal. You put bug spray in someone's eyes, you'll yeah, blind them. That's not good.
3: Yeah. And Tess says that Jane's always resented her. And Jane says, I never had a problem with having to be a mother figure for you. But Tess is like, you always thought I had it so easy. My life isn't as easy as you think. And she says she lost her job when she was in Milan and her boyfriend dumped
0: her. And then George was really nice to her. She says, I lost... M- the reason I had could stay longer because I lost my job and what was his name? Rodolfo, Rodolfo or something? Yeah. And he dumped me. He dumped me. That was the second <laughs> like, thing and the most important thing like which I was like, me. good God, woman. There's some <laughs> self-esteem. The most important thing is you lost your job, not some dude dumped you. You don't know anything about Rodolfo? And, uh...
3: You
2: don't know what they had. You don't know Rodolfo's life.
0: She's like, you don't George, know what they had? That could have
2: been special.
3: <laughs> George was so great and he was so nice to me and I just wanted to be somebody that he would want. I wanted to be more like you. And Jane's like, why would you want to be me when you get to be you? And, uh, and they seem to have a breakthrough in their relationship. And now they're going to be more like sisters
4: mm-hmm.
3: and less like a mother-daughter thing. And then we see Jane bag up all the dresses. She's done. And as she finishes up, George calls her. Turns out he needs a date for that function at the Y. So then she goes into work, and he's like, I'm so glad I could call you because you never say no. And mm. she's like. She said, what? Oh, shit. The worst <laughs> thing you could have said. Like,
2: that and poor George had no idea that no. this was the worst thing to say.
3: He's like, what? And uh, she Less stands up, and she looks at him, and she's like, you know what? I quit. And he's like, what? (laughs) She's like, you know, when I started here, I was so blown away by this company. And then I stayed here longer than I should. And then I had to be here every day because I was in love with you. And he's like, and she's like, you'll be fine. You'll get somebody in here right out of college, two years max. That's what you should be at this job. And, And then he kisses her. And nothing, nothing. And then they're like, let's try again.
2: No. Nothing.
3: nothing they don't
2: feel anything because he's never been in love with her doesn't see her that way and she's over him yeah. yeah she grew up
3: but then her blackberry rings and the ringtone is betty and the jets
2: and it's that 2008 version of betty and the jets and like the actual song it's like mm-hmm. ding, 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 ding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and then she grins and she's like i'm sorry george i gotta go and she's out
0: she runs to the, or she goes to the newspaper. Wait a minute,
2: wait a minute, wait a minute. You skipped over something here? And I'll have Elaine and Wasterstein.
3: No,
0: experience. I want to wait till she gets to the next part, because uh-huh. I just realized that there's three of them not two.
3: So go to this next part. Okay. She goes to the newspaper looking for him, and she finds out from
0: Trent that he's covering his last wedding. Now this is where I'm going to stop you. Okay. The first thing, she bags up all the wedding dresses to presumably throw them away. Mm-hmm. But in the end when we see the, in the final scene of She's her own wedding, part, all
3: letter, of the people
0: whatever. have those dresses. Yeah. Where did they come from? Because you don't keep the bridesmaid dresses that your bridesmaids wear. No, you they keep them. So where do those dresses come first from? First of
2: all, I get, she put them in garbage bags, you never saw them throw them away. That's true.
0: We but <laughs> where did she keep them? The place that the only space she had in her apartment for them. Was clearly done. Did they go to her dad's hardware store?
2: No, they went to the storage unit.
0: Maybe. I don't know. The Maybe, second uh, thing. Kevin got them. The second thing. So, the day yesterday. Yesterday is the rehearsal dinner. This is the very next day. George is going to a benefit concert, this, or benefit thing, the same night as his wedding. Well, I, I don't Doesn't think so, Doesn't make actually.
3: sense. Because we wanted to have Aaron's rehearsal the weekend before because we like the idea of doing it on a Saturday better than on a Friday because we all work on Friday. And ultimately we all had to take off on Friday because people from out of town needed to be there for the rehearsal.
0: But not everybody does their rehearsal the day before. But most people do their rehearsal and because the rehearsal takes place at the church and is an actual rehearsal of the wedding.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's usually the day before.
0: But, and this, the timeline on this makes it seem like this is the very next day, so he had a benefit the same night as his wedding. That seems not good schedule. And Malcolm Doyle
2: was double booked.
1: Malcolm Doyle
0: was also double booked because he's at another wedding. I think it must not have been the next day. Or
1: or he had a charity thing that he was going to go to they, she booked the wedding in three weeks so he's, he's like I'm not going to go maybe the wedding was
3: on
0: Sunday but then, and the rehearsal was Friday but then the wedding <laughs> didn't
1: happen and he's like well I want to go to this thing instead of feel, sit around moped at my wedding fellow
0: I just feel like These there's other questions three never be answered. very unclear well, will things that happened right here at the end where did she get those dresses from because she clearly threw them away either Kevin saved where did, them how are you going to go to a benefit gallery, gala on the same day that you almost got married and why was Malcolm Doyle double booked
2: I don't know. I think I got I know the answer to this. How does a positive traction work work? It just does. A little Joe dirt action for you. I
3: just I don't think everybody's Dirt-tay. rehearsal has to be the day before their wedding. It doesn't have to be, but it usually normally is it because is because you want to
2: keep that and stuff fresh is, in your mind cuz
3: Maybe cause the like, rehearsal was Thursday and yeah. the wedding was supposed to be Saturday it's, and it's Friday. Of course,
0: but <laughs> this is a movie so it's always the cliché thing and the common thing so that people can relate and in the cliché and the common thing the rehearsal's the day before.
2: Right, and the rehearsal should be the day before, because usually it's like, all right, you're going to be in this order, this is what you're going to do, you just need steps takes. you don't yeah, would, l- let too much to go away because you'll forget.
3: I got married on a Sunday during the day. The venue I got married at had events all day Saturday. I couldn't do my rehearsal Saturday. They were booked. But most people
0: don't get married on Sunday, most people get married on Saturday. But they took the opening that was available. We don't know what day it was. Just
2: it could have been a Wednesday for all we know. It
0: could have been. I went to a Wednesday wedding once. Okay.
3: So, <laughs> all right. Back to the movie. You can go back to the movie So we're now. at the
2: end here. Let's dredge through here. All
3: right. So he's covering his last wedding. She gets in a cab. Turns out it's the cab driver from the the night that she met Kevin. And he
2: was sad because no boobies.
3: Yeah. One dress tonight. Just get going, Ziggy. And they get to the pier. She runs
0: and jumps onto the ship.
2: And nobody notices.
0: Until she falls Until she over. Falls. <laughs> and then everybody notices. They would have seen her run onto the ship. Yeah, Somebody probably. would have said something if about it She would have something.
2: stuck that landing, and then I would have clapped. She,
0: got
2: little
1: well, little she landed in heels. So yeah, like, I all like, all right. Wow.
2: And then trips on walking, but whatever. But I still would have given her a plus.
3: But as she's looking for Kevin, the bride recognizes her from the article, and is like, you're here. What are you doing here? And she's like, well, there's this guy. And the bride is like, oh, excited about Because this lady from the commitment section is at her wedding. And uh, and she tells her the story a little bit. And then the bride brings her up on the stage and has her basically express her feelings to Kevin in front of everybody. She makes a speech. She loves him. Yep. Uh, yeah. She's silly. Fighting with him might be the best thing that's ever happened to her. And uh, he's looking on like... Holy shit. <laughs> and then she awkwardly leaves the stage and makes her way to him and then they they start making out. And everybody applauds and then they just continue to dance and make out. And then a year later they're getting married. Kevin's friend from work introduces himself to Casey as the writer for the commitment section. He got Kevin's old job. And he's like, can I buy you a drink later? And she's like, it's an open bar. Maybe I'll buy you a drink later.
0: Hello.
3: And uh, then Tess welcomes the guests. George and Pedro arrive. She introduces herself like they never met. Well, she should. She says, I have a hamburger a day. And her idea of a pet is a rock. And he seems to think that it's cute. And then it's time for the ceremony. Casey jokes with Jane that the best thing about her dress is that she can shorten it and wear it again. And Jane says, definitely, so true. Which she said at least three other times in this movie. And the wedding begins. Jane joins Kevin at the altar, and there's a voiceover that says, that day she put on her 28th dress and went to a wedding where nobody asked her to fold a place card or hold her dress while they peed. Everything was perfect, and she didn't care. All that mattered was the man waiting for her at the end of the aisle, and he was looking at her just as she always hoped he would. And the, the, when they pan out, you see all the bridesmaids in all the 27 dresses that she wore before. And that's it. The movie's over. <laughs> all right. So what'd you think, John?
2: Oh, I get to go first. Yeah. All right. So let me get my thing back up here. My notes. Let me get my notes. All right. Mm-hmm. So my favorite character is going to be George, because I love Eddie Burns. (laughs) And... (laughs) It's a George. Love Love Eddie Burns. Burns. (laughs) (laughs) My least favorite character is Tess, because I don't like Melon Ackerman in Mm -hmm. anything she's ever done. Okay. (laughs) And it seems kind of harsh, but I just don't like her as an actress. There's nothing about her that's endearing. All the characters she plays are always generally the same. Is just oblivious. I just don't like her. I don't like. I don't. I don't dislike her face like Elaine does, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't dislike her face. It's just flat. It's. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it is.
2: Uh, my favorite scene is the and the jets on the bar scene. Mm-hmm. Clearly, <laughs> sorry Tony, I'm stealing all your shit. Even if it
3: <laughs> happened in their heads. And <laughs> in, 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 in
2: my mind, this did happen in their heads. My favorite line is. Don't say it. That was yesterday. Today you broke. Today you're just some bitch. You broke my heart and cut up my mother's wedding dress. Okay. Because mm-hmm. it was the meanest thing that she possibly could have said to that. To Tess. Yeah, to Tess. Um, oh, my favorite dress. Yeah, oh. I thought about it. I gave it some serious thought. I'm going with the LA dress. <laughs> mm.
0: The hot pink mini.
2: Yep, hot pink mm-hmm. mini. Touchy object. Because that one is the only one that you can't shorten. And wear again, because if you shorten that any higher...
0: You can make it a tube top. <laughs> I was going to say, then it's a bra.
2: But <laughs> yeah, <that laughs>
0: it would be a tube top. Yeah, it would be it a, tube a tube top.
3: It is a tube top. Let's That's be serious true.
2: here. Uh, my favorite tertiary object, Elaine's going to get mad because I'm stealing hers. I, don't know, I think it might be hers, is the flip phones. This beckons to a simpler time where phones weren't all over the place. They were just flip phones and, and a little the, bit
0: of water wouldn't kill it and
2: when they stick their hand, their phones out of the, in the rain mm-hmm. <laughs> to try to get reception I remember having to do that kind of thing hold on <laughs>
0: so.
2: yeah there you go so is there anything else I had to pick for this no I, I, I think that, you're out of yay the, nay or maybe the list bay. is getting long I know <laughs> when, uh, I'm gonna nay this movie I didn't enjoy it when I first saw it and it's, it doesn't hold up very well <laughs> um, the premise is kind of hokey and yeah, just didn't like for romantic comedies of the exact same premise. There's better ways to do it, and people have done it better in different movies, and I liked them better.
3: Mm-hmm. All right, Tony.
1: Um, Favorite character George because I love Ed Burns.
3: <laughs>
1: least favorite character Tess. For the same reasons. Because you love Eddie Burns. Yes. <laughs> because Michelle Rodriguez wasn't in it, so she's right. not actually you know can't actually be my least favorite character in this movie. Favorite line is she has electric boobs Mm because I love making up my own lyrics to songs too.
2: I was going to pick that. But (laughs) But I
1: didn't, so I could have something. (laughs) Favorite scene is not singing in the bar anymore. It's the uh, PowerPoint present at
2: the uh, the That was my second one.
1: (laughs) Um, Favorite dress, I guess, is the scuba diving dress because that's the dumbest (laughs) thing I've ever heard of. And my favorite tertiary object is her Volvo's taillight because it's out. During the whole movie, if you mm-hmm. watch it, I was just like, I don't know why it always bothers me in movies when, but I see it a lot in movies when cars are driving, especially if it's gonna wreck, like tail lights and shit are out. I was like, why is your tail light out when it spins around? But you know, mm-hmm. that's just me being weird. Tony
0: bothered by the padunk. Yes. <laughs> which is uh, what? it
2: bothers me more when more when it's working, it's out, and it's working again. And they don't explain it because mm-hmm. <laughs> like like it clearly was working. They broke. They shot a scene. Yeah, and they realized it was broken. They fixed it and didn't, didn't go back didn't and didn't fix go back it. And, 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 and,
1: <clears throat> um I gotta need this movie I'm not a f- I am not I did not really except for the point PowerPoint thing I didn't really and the Bidding the Jets yeah there's not a whole lot in this movie that really did anything for me
0: yeah. alright Elaine my favorite character is Kevin I really no, like not. him yes it is <laughs> Okay. Kevin is my favorite character. Okay. I do like Eddie Burns, but he just <laughs> was—he wasn't enough of a character for me to pick him. Uh, I you, picked you, Kevin. Hey,
2: Carla once picked a dog. <laughs> my least
0: favorite character is Tess because she's terrible. Good pick. melon Ackerman is not a good actress, and this character is a Bless terrible person. And it's not even the kind of evil character you enjoy. You just want bad things to happen to her, and you don't even really feel that bad when Jane does the slideshow which was terrible and you should never do to anybody and you're supposed <laughs> to feel really you should feel bad and you should know it was the wrong choice but the whole time you're just like that's funny um, my favorite scene is the dress montage. I love a montage. I love dresses, and I enjoyed it pretty much.
2: So your favorite No, your favorite scene would have been the we're going to buy weird shit montage. My,
0: no, I still would have picked the dress montage. You
2: haven't seen that the way I've been. My it.
0: favorite uh, dress is the one she wears at the end of the montage, the tiered cranberry. I just think that's a really pretty dress, and I think it's the prettiest one the of the one bunch. Where she
3: sits down and they're having a drink.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you can see it it, a pretty it's a very pretty dress, yeah. and I just like it. So that's my favorite one. Yeah. Um my favorite tertiary object is the cell phones in the rain, but I did have a backup as the golden pig they registered for <laughs> because <laughs> it's terrible. And it's just the kind of dumb shit that people register for, and then they end up with it in ten years from now. They're arguing over who gets that wagon wheel coffee table.
2: You know? <laughs> a buddy of mine got married once, and he put, like, cooking twine on his registry, and I was like, I don't give a shit. If somebody else bought this, I'm buying him fucking twine. <laughs> He's opening up twine on his wedding day, because who there's, puts that on there? There's the always
0: somebody that will buy the weird shit you put on your registry, so you gotta watch out. And
2: it's usually me. <laughs>
0: um, my favorite line is, I feel like I just found out my favorite love song was written about a sandwich. That's a good line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. Um, I also... Shout out to the, my second favorite line, I'm a really good caulker. <laughs> which is just really funny. I'm going to yay Loves this movie. Um, <laughs>
4: mm.
0: I, this is There's a lot of movies of this genre. This isn't the best one. It's not my favorite one. But I do enjoy it when I watch it. I think there's a lot of problems with these characters. But this type of movie is all about the girl that doesn't have love finding love in the end. And this happens in a satisfying way. And when you, you know what you're getting into when you watch this type of movie and I enjoy this a lot more than girl is in, I I like that it's the sister that's getting married and so many times like my best friend's wedding Mm -hmm. or where you see the girl trying to ruin the wedding the whole time because she's in love with the groom and this time, she's trying to do the right thing and be the better person, and it only falls apart at the end.
4: Okay. Which I like.
0: So I just think it's it's fun and it's good. It's not my favorite, but it's good.
2: All right, Carly.
0: All right. So you're gonna see some similarities with me and Elaine here. So
2: just say you
1: know. So <laughs> my favorite character
3: is Kevin. Because <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. Uh, Edward Burns' character is just too good. Like there's nothing about him. He, he, it's like he's flat <laughs> yeah I agree my least favorite character was Trent Kevin's co-worker cause he's a piece of shit <laughs> I agree.
2: cause he wants you to sleep with people who are about to get, get married yeah. he should I th- I don't he, think he, was he was should date Tess, Tess.
3: Yeah. yeah maybe they'd make a although good although I don't mind him dating Casey no <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene the trying on dresses montage although my favorite line was you might want to alert traffic control cause bridezilla's on the loose it is the best thing to do <laughs> My favorite dress was the pink and yellow fluffy dress. (laughs) From the theme wedding? Yes. Like the merengue theme wedding. I had not thought about an object, so I'm not really... I don't know. About the blackberry. Or the dog. Or the file effects. I'll say the file effects.
2: Or the Dunkin' Donuts. I'm sure there was one somewhere.
3: I don't know. They did get coffee a lot, but never from Dunkin' Donuts. How do you know? I will also yay this movie. I agree with you. It's not the best. I can't pick the best because that's what <laughs> this podcast is, the underappreciated podcast. Uh, but it is enjoyable. You know what you're getting into. I would have not liked it if she ended up with Edward Burns' character. Like, it no. would have been a letdown. Yeah, would, I that like that bad. she ended up with him and he challenges her to, you know, be more of be, an be, individual person. He'll, <laughs> he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, Edward Burns is going to be fine. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm going to yay it, and uh, I like it. Oop. So that's that. All <laughs> right, you're up. All right.
2: Find us on. She forgot. No. You got us no, say, Find us on. Oh,
3: yes, I did. Okay. We're not ready find for that yet. Us <laughs> at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. On Twitter at Unmovie On Instagram at Unmovie Dogs. You can email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Please. Subscribe, rate, review, and we'd love to hear from you. Then next week.
2: On the podcast. Elaine's pick. You, you look confused there. You're dun,
0: dun, short. dun. We're doing 2006 Superman Returns. Oh, I think I've seen that. James Marsden. You know who's in that? Yeah. James Marsden. Uh, uh-oh. You know,
2: when she was going through the she was going to pick, I was like, oh, James, I'm she told me, I was like, James Marsden's in that. Maybe I'll pick a James Marsden movie. Then I looked, and I was like,
0: nope. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, he hasn't
2: done a horror
1: movie. Well,
0: we were talking about... This
2: one was scary.
1: <laughs> he was
0: in, yeah. um, what was it, Disturbed? I never saw song
1: it a horror thriller.
0: It's like a horror thriller. It's, uh, I almost picked it. Um, is is like it Silent like John singing? I don't think it's Silent John singing. It's like a movie he did as a teenager. Oh, okay. It's about high school students mm-hmm. who... No, um,
2: this is Rocket there's,
0: They're like being brainwashed. <laughs> <laughs> And turned it from. Like the faculty or something? Yeah, like the faculty is brainwashing the students. So, like, all the the the
1: troublemakers.
0: Yeah, similar. So, like, I can't remember exactly what (laughs) it is because it's been a long time I've seen it. But, like, all the weird troublemaker kids get turned into these perfect popular carbon ki- it's don't worry Tony you don't need to watch it until <laughs> we got <have> a James <laughs> Mars movie
2: I'm not doing James but okay.
0: anyways I was only looking at their IMDb's because John wanted to know what he's like whatever happened to Kevin Heigl and what has James Mars been doing well, so okay, I was looking
1: we'll have to correlate <laughs> our movies <All> right, <laughs>
2: nothing sure, will ever beat our Desperado yeah. you, And and uh, I like, I I
0: like movie. this movie That's so I was like people shit on it as a terrible superhero movie but I think it's really good
1: That's terrible. But we'll see. We'll see.
0: Tune in next time.